Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Senator. This is Jedi arriving. fans and welcome to the latest episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate podcast. This emergency um, getting together of the Senate is recorded on Sunday the 17th of September 2023 using the powerful dyad of the force known as Microsoft and Skype. My name is Steven, the Chancellor of the Senate, the Brickety Brick contingent of this otherwise American crew as we get together to talk positively about Star Wars for the next hour and a so. Before we get going, we have to have some special um, sponsors for this emergency summit, otherwise we cannot afford to bring this to you. So let's have a quick word from our sponsors. Star Wars, Clone Troopers, the Republic's bravest warriors. With a Clone Trooper helmet and blaster, you can lead with real Clone Trooper commands. Green go, go! Or give your own orders. With a Clone Trooper voice changer helmet and blaster, victory is yours, each sold separately. Right, excellent. So, whereas I am in the UK, I am joined across the pond in the United States of America with my positive friends. So let's see who we got here this month in random Skype order and what they've been up to in the, in the last three weeks since we last con- convened, convened, even. We have uh, Ron. What have you been up to? Greeting, greetings and salutations. What, what have I been up to? I want to say hi to everybody. I've watched Ahsoka. All of the episodes. Oh, three of them. All five of them. Well, yes, all three of them since the last time, yeah. Well, yeah. since the last time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Excellent. Okay, excellent. Uh, Marie! Good morning. I've been uh, up to... What have I been up to? I've been watching Ahsoka. Very good. Excellent. I think I know where this is going. Tony! All Ahsoka, all the time. All, all, the, all the time. 24-7. <laughs> 24-7. Good on repeat. In rotation. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Uh, Ricky. Hello. I've been watching some damn good Star Wars. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> Excellent. So, so Andor. Andor. Did you watch Ahsoka <laughs> too? Yes. Oh, it started already. It started away. specifically said Star Wars. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. And finally, we have Ryan. Hello there. Uh, pretty much I've been watching the Balin Skull show the whole time. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's where my focus has been. Yes, you've been playing quarter two. So, so uh, as is hastily convened, uh, might come straight from watching Formula One. Um, I haven't got any great questions, but I have just quickly looked up. I, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, but I have quickly uh, had my had a look through uh, trying to find someone I can ask as a question at the start. Uh, so, if anybody remembers. Uh, in the latest episode, or was it the one just before that one? I can't remember. But Hera ignores the orders of Moff- Moffma, goes off to uh, rescue her friends, of course, and she is joined by, this is not a bit ironic, X numbers of X-Ring pilots. So what we're interested in here is how many X-Ring pilots joined um, Hera in the... Uh, she was in the Ghost, wasn't she? Was she in the Ghost or was she in the... Uh, it was a Ghost. It was a Ghost, wasn't it? Yeah. 
So yeah. we've got zero in the ghost, and there were X number of X Ringham ships with them. How many were there? Answer at the end of the show. <laughs> right. Onwards and upwards, because we have we have, as I said, emergency convened to get through three episodes of Ahsoka to give it the uh, as good time as we can, rather than otherwise we would have had like five to uh, sorry six to talk about next time round. And that would have we wouldn't be able to get into the little nooks and crannies of, of things if we've done that. So we have uh yeah, so it's back on August the 29th, if people can remember, when episode three came out. And, and as a little recap of what happened, thanks to Wikipedia, which aren't our sponsors, we have Ren restarts her training under Ahsoka and Huang's guidance as they, she struggles with her inability to use the Force. <laughs> Sunduna meets with Chancellor Mon Monfa on a Skype call and a group of influential senators in order to gain permission to send public forces to CETOS. Despite Mothma's support, the senators refuse to believe that Fawn and Bridger are alive and deny Sunduna's request. Ahsoka, Wen, and Huang travel to Cetos themselves, where they discover the Eye of Sion, but are intercepted by a squadron of fighters led by Hattie and Marak as Elspeth uses cannons as on the Eye of Sion to fire on them. Just as Huang finishes scanning the Eye of Sion, Ahsoka's shuttle takes a direct hit forcing the group to take an emergency landing on the planet, passing through a pod of Peregrill along the way to invade the remaining enemy fighters. After taking refuge in the forest, Hu Yang gives his full analysis of the Eye of Sion, which he classifies as a hyperspace ring designed to travel to another galaxy. However, Hattie soon becomes aware of their attempt to hide, prompting Skull to dispatch his forces into the woods to hunt them down. Dum dum dum. Actually, they left out a good bit there, didn't they, with uh, um, Sokawa on the top of the ship with the, uh, the lightsaber stuff. So that was episode three, which was entitled Time to Fly. I just got to say, I'll start off, you know, because it's like this was almost like a filler episode just to kind of move to the fourth type of thing. Um, but I just can't stand when they make the New Republic just look like a bunch of bumbling pools. And this happened in a lot of shows. And I'm just like, come on, like you have a general that was a major rebel alliance fighting Thrawn. And she's like, listen, I want to go look into this. And, you know, one dude is like, I don't believe you. I'm just like, you suck, man. Like, I'm just so mad when they do stuff like that. Yeah, because it wouldn't, I, I was a little bit, it wasn't really explained, but like they didn't believe her. But there wouldn't have been any skin of the chin to go and investigate, surely. So it's just not a bit of even... It's a writing tactic that's more than Star Wars, where it's like you have to write a reason for the character not to be there. And it's, but she goes anyway. But then there's obviously later story that she might be stripped of rank. So it's obviously a bigger story, and you have to write the characters into a box. But man, it's just like, you know, it's one- been the narrative, though, of the New Republic, though, even in like the books, like even in, uh, what's that one with Leia? Um, Princess of- uh, no, not Princess Aldrin. What was the other one? Well, when they wouldn't let her go on certain missions because she's telling them like, "Oh, there's there's threat." Uh-huh. I heard like, "Oh, you're crazy. There's nobody rebuilding anything." You know, they they did that in the they did that in the book. So it's like mm. they're really inept. I mean, and we saw the Mandalorian how bad they were. So it's like no wonder they faltered and got destroyed. Ryan I'm kind of rooting for uh, First Order at this point. <laughs> Ryan posits that it's a bit of a trope, but isn't it a an effective tool it's showing like we get 
the the empire was so full of themselves and so big of themselves that that yeah. characters could walk around and do things within you know that they were inept. The empire was inept and didn't think, well, the space station's so big, nobody can hurt. You know, they just had that same sort of thought. And when you see it in the New Republic, you, to me, it's it's not so much a storytelling trope. It's a, it's it's showing how something that big gets that way. Yeah. That people that never fought in the war or you know don't have any ties to it are like, oh yeah, no, you're just chasing ghosts. There's nothing out there. There's you know going on and on, being a bureaucrat, being an inept person, somebody without the experience, trying to dictate to somebody that's telling you what they know feel they from ex, their real experience and and some well, power she tells the senator like so you just waited it out until see who won right <laughs> you know, yeah like, well yeah no she called him out for sure and you know that's that's part of a problem with bureaucracy or, or mm-hmm. that to, to challenge that to right to to put up that i tried to tell you you wouldn't listen so i had to go and do it anyway and and yeah, well, while there is something too that we need the character to get to that point and 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 be told no and go do it anyway type of um, uh, conflict, uh, there is something. I think there's something a little to it to showing how the New Republic becomes inept and the and the First Order rises within and then the First Order becomes inept. You know, it's just a bit of a cycle. Well, then, we saw from like Last Jedi, like what DJ was saying, like good guys, bad guys, fake words. You know, like they're building ships for everybody just because it's profitable. You know. So I guess money you talks. Get you know? <laughs> an Andor too, I guess, because didn't Cyril and uh, the lady, they were like, "There's something more going on," and they're like, "No, and everything's fine." So yeah. I guess you point <laughs> where it is the size of the government that's kind of the problem, and they'll always be for storytelling purposes. It's like, well, we gotta yeah, look have at the, look at the Jedi Order in Episode One, like crying out somebody said the return, like, "Yeah, you're crazy," you know. So it's it's. Let's kind of like a running theme. <laughs> that's like a hot button issue for me, especially recently, because I can't stand again. I'm not going to go off course here, but a second, but I can't stand when the Jedi are made to look like a bunch of freaking. That idiots. was literally what Inquisitor's Rise of the Red Blade was about. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not like like I hate all the talk where it's like, well, it's the reason the Jedi failed is because all this. No, the reason they failed is because of Palpatine and the Sith. So sorry, I won't that. Manipulation. Yeah, yeah. He was playing both sides and he had an inside hand and we are manipulated. Yeah. Turned so, sorry, I just had to say it because I've been seeing it a lot this week and I like get re I get, you know, my fingers started flying. It's just like well, the no. third episode of Ahsoka had Sabine return, right? Uh no, she was in the second one. Trying she to steer just... back. Well, I'm the third sorry, ones uh, that they were they were practicing on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's stuff on the table. The first and second, yeah, well, there wasn't much time, or there wasn't any sort of conflict or any concern that the character was stabbing about. Right, she came back in the second one. Yeah, this third one is the training of her. Right, yeah. and they do. I do, do have seen some posts that right when that floor, they could easily retcon that to some extent. Go back and fix the episode and have a, a, a put a CGI sort of cover over the floor. <laughs> that when the when the table rises up, you see this thin piece of you know you see something sort of separate yes. in half over top of it a cover you know a protective it, layer or whatever might, so that it might, though, rise up it might though have um some sort of natural antibacterial um yeah. coating on it it'd be nice to a mist spray on it like you know like a fog shot just like psh, and it's like okay that's this you're gross dude you're like putting your hands all over it <laughs> it, yeah. is a, it is it is a 
neat. It was neat. I didn't pick it up. I didn't think of it at I didn't first. Realize at all. It somebody, yeah, somebody had to, or once somebody pointed it out, it totally jumps out at you. But yeah, that table rising up was like, oh, that's a cool, clever way for the ship to, you know, get some extra room. A very IKEA down. kind of way to, to, you know, get the most, maximize the most out of your space. But then as soon as it's pointed out, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, right, that's your. We table. never see anybody in Star Wars wash their hands either, but we assume. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> assume they're very, very clean. Go to the bathroom, oh. take a shower, any of that. That you don't yeah. see it. Well, no, exactly. They must be very clean. Like, shower stuff you yeah. don't need to show in the show. I mean, unless it's Andor and they make it into three episodes, but <laughs> all the button touching. Like, well, this, episode, this episode we got Mon Mothma, which is just a super yeah. favorite of mine. So I was excited to see her. But I, I was kind of bugged by her hair. Surprised short by hair. Her minutia. We're sort of surprised by her. I'm trying to think of where she's at in the timeline that she's got these other center, you know, that she's not able to sort of rein them in or. She's trying to let everyone have a word pretty much. Oh, and she, she gets outvoted. She's like, sorry, as much as I want to support you, it's, you know, six to five. We're, or trying, whatever. we're trying to be a vote. Yeah, she, yeah. And she, she did that in. The, say again. Is she in charge of the new puppet then at that point? Well, that's she what was in the Leia book, but I don't know if she is here yet. Was she the chancellor? I thought because, they, I mean, yeah. at this point, at, at this point, she was she was the leader of the rebellion. But I mean, at this point, who's the leader of the republic or the new I was republic? Say in that right. book, she was like. the leader of the the republic. But well, they kind of had more of a democratic thing where it wasn't like, okay, you're going to do what I say. It well, was, yeah. calls her Chancellor Mon Mothma, so she. Yeah. And and to think yeah. about it, she's being what what she was and who she was at least in Rogue One. Where, you know, that's where we learned that the rebellion, the rebels weren't a well-formed thing like we thought for all those years. Well, another another instance of them not do... listening to people <laughs> in Rogue One. Yeah. They said, we don't want to do this, we just want to do this. And she was like, well, all right, they don't want to do this. You know, so it, maybe it is not so much out of character for her, but just always always a pleasure to see Mon Mothma, the character. I think the, the thing is that they're all very hesitant because every time somebody starts banging the drums... You know, they're war drums. Yeah, that's always their, that, that's yeah, always that's, their that's... hesitation. It's like, what? We just finished a war. You want to go back to war again? You know, you want to you start? They, yeah, they, they think like, we got peace. We're just starting we to enjoy things. peace. Yeah, you know what got... I mean? And it's like, and here you go again. You know, you want us to go right back into it? And that was, that was true yeah. of Rogue One as well. Uh, even though they were under the thumb of the Empire, they were, uh, you know, they had just not too long before, you know, finished the Clone Wars. They didn't want to rock the boat. Yeah, they, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly it. So Terrible. the other thing was that that what was the what was the uh, the sequel trilogy uh, animated series was that Resistance was that Resistance. what it was called Yeah, Resistance. Yeah, that was the uh, the jerky senator in in this episode was the father of the main character from that show. Yeah. Well, he didn't want his son to join the army either. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one. Hera monologue. I mean, it's a great monologue, but that's he. She's the dude. He monologue or he's yeah. the dude. She monologues too about. You know, why are you after Thrawn? Aren't you just after Ezra? She's like, no, I fought Thrawn. He killed friends. Yes. You know? She's going yes. on and on and spells yep. it out as to why Thrawn's yep. dangerous, why Thrawn is a threat, why Thrawn is the bad guy, even though we haven't seen him or seen anything that he's done in the show. She puts it out there that what's wrong with Thrawn wants it and, and calls that dude out and, you know, he's, look, I fought in the war, did you, type of thing. And yeah. it's a great, mono, great monologue, you know, of... of of motivation of the show of the characters and what's going on and, and, and their concern that it, it, it really helped us to, to sort of set the, set the tables of, of where we're at and why they're, why they are so concerned with, 
That's or why she she's is so concerned. Sure, she's after Hera too, but she doesn't. She knows. We are. I know we haven't got to the next two episodes yet. But I'm just thinking after these, after what we've seen so far, we've only got three episodes. So this is obviously going, not going to end in a satisfactory, completely wrapped up way, is it? There's no way you're going to have introduce Thrawn and then then Thrawn's gone in three episodes. Um, also, the, yeah, 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 that means we get an Ahsoka series season two, or yeah, I don't even when the next Star Wars series is. So it's like, you know, you know, they're going to introduce Thrawn. I, I kind of expected him to not appear to the end, but then it's like, there's not even one on the docket. It's not like, right? Am I forgetting something? There's no one else. crew, but. Who knows if he's in that? Yeah, I thought we suspected there might be a little blurb or tie of skeleton crew to it to do a sort of Marvel big universe, but it's all speculation. So, but yeah, sure to your point, there isn't anything in the document. Yeah, little even things, even if it's a little niggle of, of information, a little nugget, a little piece of you know some tie in or yeah, yeah, they have those little pieces that start to tie it all in so that there is some one big movie. But you're right to to your point, there isn't any one great you know there isn't this docket. And the, the the strikes and everything else aren't going to be helping no. get, get our stories and get our things out there. I, I you know I just don't want them to rush anything just because type of deal whatever. At least all the other stuff can suffer. Uh, but it's drawn. Nothing's rushed. <laughs> so part of the strike was yeah, the strike was his plan. But Skeleton Crew is the only thing that's been filmed, isn't it? So I mean, Skeleton Crew maybe they're in the outer regions where he's at. I don't know. Be... Well, if anything, much like um, Harrison Ford's accident on what The Force Awakens gave them time to sort of relook at the script and rewrite it, and I think they keep Poe alive. I think he was originally supposed to, to to perish, and they end up keeping. But anyway, it gives them time. You know, it, whatever they do have, not skeleton crew that's in the can, but anything else that they have been speculating or looking at the story, it gives them time to polish it up. Let's say, it gives them time to to give it the once over twice and see if there's anything to flesh out a little better here and there so hopefully hopefully in the long run we, we I might not get that max rebo series that was well you know <laughs> well that's disappointing and it does look like skeleton crew takes place during the mandalorian i wasn't exactly sure when so i just looked it up quick but yeah it's it's uh, in the era of mandalorian but again i don't think that has a real release date does it no not nothing does with right everything now going on, yeah with everything going on probably even if it does, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. Could there be another drought? Oh my gosh! To it. <laughs> you you won't hear um like until the strike is over. We're not going to know like definite days. Yeah. Every- yeah. The original was December, and I think they now pushed it to early 2024. But now we have no idea. So it's going to be all High Republic come November, baby. That's what I'm talking about. I was just thinking, uh-huh. wondering if the acolyte is going to affect um any mm-hmm. High Republic stuff because that's going to be pushed back too. When is Bad Batch coming back? Oh yeah, Bad Batch too. Yeah, that's that's February, isn't it? February yeah. is it February? That's probably not going to tie too much or talk, uh, have much. No, I mean with this at all. In, but I know that's no. supposed to be coming. With something to feed us in. Yeah, yeah. This third this third episode of Ahsoka. This is where we get who who Yang saying she ain't that much of a Jedi, right? Yeah. And where she tries. She tries to move the cup. Uh, she tries to yeah. sit at the dirty table when she tries to force move the cup. It's like, you win this time. We've all tried that. Raise, that's oh, to say, raise you your know, hand if you've ever tried right? that. Right? <laughs> raise your hand if you haven't. There's not a single hand up. It is just, Does, it was, doesn't that make you appreciate like how easily Anna can move that fruit in episode two? 
<laughs> manipulated, not just moved it. He manipulated he mis- it. Yeah. Powerful, man. Yeah. How about in that scene where she's forced concentrating to try to move the cup? In that moment, first time seeing it, do you think she's going to move it? I was thinking it might just make a little rattle, a wiggle. That's yeah, where I, I was. Gonna I nudge thought she bit. might. She's not sliding it to her, sliding it to herself. But I thought there might have been just the slightest little something that gives mm-hmm. her and us, the viewer. A, a a reason to believe that she she while she's low on the scale of Yang's like you know she's got the lowest uh, percentile percent you know you're the bottom at the list basically you're on the list this is my big point everybody's like oh she shouldn't have it Hugh Yang says so but I'm like no he just says yeah. of the list of everybody he knows she's at the bottom somebody has to be at the bottom somebody's at the top somebody's at the middle and somebody has to be at the bottom and she's at the bottom but she has the force she just needs to get in tune with it what do they say i don't know if it's this episode or no it's canaan somewhere right she's so she's so mandalorian you know she she hasn't she won't let herself she's not open to it yet she hasn't connected with the whatever force abilities anyway I just I, I'm with Steven. I I for a little inception quick. nudge at the end or like you know leave it ambiguous but you know Magneto with the pieces. You know, that's what I was thinking. But I don't know how I'm yeah. gonna feel if she does reveal to be force sensitive. Like I'm really I'm like, I don't want it to happen. You know, you can't just be like, okay, now you're force sensitive. And it's just like, well, what what's going on? But at the same time, you know, there's Finn, you know, there's still canon. Well, will you, will you be okay if she's force sensitive but not uber force powerful? That she's not she has down Star Destroyers or anything like that. <laughs> well, in the, in the, not not crazy. That's ridiculous power. I'm just talking, you know, that she that she'll have force abilities, um, but to a you know a limited extent. Would you be okay with with that? You know, coming access to the abilities means that you're relatively strong. I mean, unless it's just like. Because I think Leia has always had access to abilities, because but it's more of reading people, not doing flips and stuff, you know. So there's yeah, still. Well, I, th- I think Ahsoka is. I mean, uh, I think uh, Sabine's more. You know, it's just her natural athletic ability is basically in tune with the Force. That's why she's yeah. able to, you know, jump around and do all that stuff. But to actually physically manipulate things, like she can't, you know. That's the. Thing I think that I would have felt better about it if they had, sort of shown how we got there because i mean when last we left off there was no real indication that she was heading in that direction and now we've had to to this show and she has already been training you know in the past you know she's going to start training again it's like where where, where did all this come from she did train but now she didn't train in the ways of the jedi well she trained but she trained really just to use the right. dark saber but there she was no there was no no yeah. hint that okay you know you're gonna become a jedi i was just here this is an important weapon to your people you're gonna wield it so you should learn how you know to do it well, properly I, sus- I suspect but that, that, that the namesake of the that, show that that it's going to be ahsoka that that is projecting on her that you have force or that you can because he kind of even says that to her about how you picked her or no what's he say Anyway, I just um, I think I think we're going to learn that it's a Ahsoka is the one that says the force is in everybody. Why not you? Let's try to find it or train or hone it. I think that's kind of where I'm. That's the one thing that to me just kind of seems a little random. And I think I'd be happier about it or, or pushing for it a little more. If I knew why we decided to go that way, you know, I mean, did, that's was it right. Sabine? It, it kind of was foreshadowed in like the first episode. I mean, we do know that Sabine has 
these like visions, you know, perhaps she told, you know, Ahsoka, yeah. like, I'm seeing things, you know, she's like, well, maybe you're into it. With the yeah. But I mean, that's probably like, that's it. That's all she really has. Yeah. And you know? her, and yeah. you got to think too, Ahsoka, Ahsoka got kicked <laughs> out of the order. So she's not really too keen on the Jedi anyway. So she's like, well, well maybe yeah. the way they were doing things was wrong, you know? So maybe everybody yeah. can be a Jedi. Let's democratize yeah. uh, the force. Yeah. Right. It it speaks to the fact that like everybody has the force within them. Everybody has like latent abilities to to do things. Like, I mean, for me, I'm not athletic or coordinated in the least. I can throw a ball, I can catch a ball, but I couldn't play a game of say baseball or anything like that. Um, on the other hand, I can pick up pieces by ear on the piano. And yeah. um, sing pretty well. Things like that. Like, um, I can't draw anything but stick figures. I mean, I, I couldn't say that, like, I can draw, like, a, a beautiful picture of something or someone, but I can draw, like, stick figures and make my, my drawing understood. It's kind of like that. Like, everybody has... Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Ratatouille, but like they have a thing like anyone can cook. So it's like yeah. anyone can be a Jedi. <laughs> you know, That's interesting, can... Ryan. You don't you, you think the force and force abilities is, isn't you don't like it because you don't like that idea of some people are in tune with talking to animals. Some people are in tune with it, using it to talk to the force. Some people are used to reading people. You, you want it to be the same for everyone. What, what don't you like? That's not, that's not what I said. It was like, I like the idea that different, you know, characters have different abilities, I guess, except Ahsoka, she gets all the abilities, but like <laughs> can read things. People can fly good. People can see the future. High Republic shows it really well with battle prowess uh, in the uh, legends showed it too. That's in the Bane books. It's battle prowess for the Jedi. So I like the idea that everyone's stronger in different ways, but I'm on the fence about the idea that the entire galaxy just by like, let me just think about it. Suddenly has force ability. Like anybody in the, I get it. The force is in everybody. And and there's like a contrast between how it is now, because there's no more order and how it was during the prequel era, because they got to a point where they're like, yeah, you know, everybody might have the force, but let's do this blood test to see if you're good enough for us to take you, you know? So like, there's not that anymore. So now pretty much anyone can have the potential getting trained it's just up to who wants to train them but the order was so like we only want the best so let's just not take you like you might be good at basketball but we're not going to draft you because you're not going to be a pro you know Ryan brings up an interesting point we are projecting maybe we go through all this and she doesn't have force ability you know that that i think uh, it tries really hard and 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 yeah the force is in all living things but Ahsoka's and ends up being wrong effectively. That 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 Sabine can't. That could be an interesting thing to come out of the show. That it's not necessarily something that can. And and that would go to what you're speaking to, Ryan. That it's it's yeah. not everybody in the universe and you know trying real hard to think about it. It, right. it it's not there. That'd be interesting. Right. I, feel, I feel like like the force is in everyone, but yes. I think it mainly manifests itself in the fact that you can calm yourself and center yourself and it can help you get through difficult situations in your life, but not that it's going to give everybody, you know, superpowers for any given Amazing powers. thing. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, like the it's idea, just a matter, it's like uh, idea it's, in Ratatouille that everybody can cook, but not everybody is going to be Auguste Cousteau, you know, like anybody. Exactly. And it's, it translates to real life at well, as well. Anybody can cook. I can cook, but I'm never going to be Julia Child. I don't have that training. I don't, I don't have that natural ability. I, right. I mean, everybody I can, can play. And basketball. to that, yeah, to that point, know, everybody but, can excel 
in their life, you know, like if, if you're an accountant and you have like a very challenging set of, you know, reports or whatever, you, you know, you can focus and get through that work. You know what I mean? Right. You can, right. Center, you can center yourself in your life, whatever that may be, you know, but there's certain people who are born very powerful or very, very force attuned or however you want to word it. And those are the ones that that stand out, and those are the ones that are like the heroes, and and maybe get more of the the stronger powers. But I mean, everybody has it. But I don't think just because everybody has it, everybody, you know, yeah. can or born can become, you know, like like right. me. Like for instance, we were talking. Like I I've tried to move the cup, right, and and I've never been able to. Oddly enough, uh, yeah. every time I go to the supermarket, like I can open those doors, you know, by waving yeah, my right. hands. Oh, you know, like, yes. <laughs> so you're attuned, you're attuned. You you. I'm in that same camp, um, Tony. Yeah. yeah, I'm attuned to door opening. I'm I'm very there good in the go. that. But Elevators, the, the super grabbing market, the yep, yeah. grabbing the yeah. remote the other <laughs> other side of the room. I just that is not my force. That is not my force. Nope. Uh, as uh, much as I try, I can't <laughs> bring that remote from from the other I side just, of the room. But. I just think the force is kind of maybe not different, but like you said, oh, everyone can learn to cook. Everyone can also learn to play basketball, but not everyone's going to dunk. Like, I don't want to see Sabim suddenly be like, oh, yeah, I'm 45 years old and 200 pounds and haven't dribbled the ball in 10 years. I'm going to dunk it because I've been watching videos for two years. Like, no, that's not what it is. Well, Yoda would have said she was too old to be trained. Yeah, (laughs) Absolutely. Well, so episode three, we get the eye of, we get the hyperspace ring, the huge, the (laughs) Dinab system, whatever, the huge, giant hyperspace ring, which was very cool. You know, that's what we knew what was going on, but why it's so big. I still posit that they're going there to bring his capital ship back, Mm -hmm. but we we get a a wonderful space battle um, and lots of Yang blinking, if I recall. I think this is the episode where you kind of really notice him. Do, doing his eye squint blinking thing. I don't know which episode it's been now, but it, there's there's that's a weird thing to see a droid. But I, I've I've chalked it up in my mind that it's it's it, his his he's so old his photo his um optics uh whatever they they just need to reboot every once in a while and that's why he's blinking. But a great great battle scene. Oh, Ron, I've been thinking about that statement for three weeks, and I've been staring at his eyes the whole time, and a thought came to my head. Maybe for human comfort, the robot is programmed to blink because you have that stare at you blankly. But then Hu Yang is an interaction droid that trains children. So you want children. Yep. You've got to make him human like. Yeah, I love it. Right. That's awesome. That's what I'm thinking, at least. I mean, I've been thinking about this for three weeks and it wasn't until episode five when he started to do like the underside of the eyelid squint where he's like, yeah, he's he's squinting. that would make a lot of sense. No, Sipio so, so stares at you coldly with his with yeah. his eyes. He never, he never scared me oh. when I was a kid. It's like <laughs> I don't know. Well, he no, just, uh, in universe, to this point of view, training, training. And the Ewoks never blinked either. Trying yeah, to make well, that's a human human look. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was kind of creeped out by the Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, they were a little. Vader doesn't blink either. Yeah. So do we get a blink? <laughs> a blinking blinking Vader. What are you talking about? Vader blinks. You just can't see it. Uh, yeah. Um, we got the spacewalk too. This was this was a race. 
Oh, uh, when, when that happened, I was like, Ryan's going to bring up High Republic. <laughs> I am because, and I will say this, even though I didn't much enjoy that High Republic book, it's like, meh. That scene, you remember, <laughs> I went on about five minutes how great that yeah. scene is. And I will say it now, this was that scene in my mind was better than what was shown in Ahsoka. Yes, it's live action, you get to see it, but like her taking blaster bolts and not repercussing backwards was a big problem for me because I was like, you're in space. You don't have magnet shoes because there's no lights. There's no whoop. There's none of that noise. Like from Andor, you're just using the force to kind of stick, but like it would be much more tension if she was hit and she went backwards to the edge of the ship, like almost into space. And then had a run back forward because that's what happened in high Republic. And well, she you're would positing that a laser blast has mass. It has it has what? It's a light beam. Light has mass. But it, yeah, but it, it, this isn't light. It kills you. <laughs> like it does more than that. You how many times so flying in the air? The fact that it can put pots in the ground. You know, when they shoot the ground, the ground explodes. That's force. These beams have, you know, you, look, the ground isn't a lightsaber though. But yeah, but you still and even <laughs> a lot of books and shows. When Jedi take shots from starships, they slide backwards. Every time they do it, they like go backwards and assemble. The High Republic does it. I'm pretty sure Clone Wars has done it where you block laser fire from ships and they stumble backwards because it's a it's bigger. Right? It's just bigger. Yeah. You know, it's a giant laser that's the size. You know, we won't get into what lasers are in Star Wars. We all. She's floating in space. How'd she get off the. At one point in time, she's floating in space, though, whatever. They got to spin the ship around to. to I admit. How'd she get blown off the ship? I guess she just. She jumped. Oh, she jumped. A ray jump twist to to cut his wing. How does she manage to stand on the ship at all if she doesn't have magnetic. Yes. Yeah. I like, mean, I mean, at all. Like, right, she right. Just she jo- she, right. She walked out. They're trying to get the ship repaired. You know, so that's why I'm just like, why is she out on the wing? Yeah, she's out on the wing because she's trying to deflect because the ship's down. The systems are down. Sabine's inside. Hu Yang's inside. They're doing whatever to get the ship back online. She's outside fighting to keep the ship safe or whatever. And that's where they go for cover into the into the system, the, the NAB system, into the planet. Whatever's down below, that's where they go for cover. And that's where we see them, right? This is the oh. first time we see them. Which was she an awesome, she awesome, to... awesome sight to see live action. The Pergil. Uh, they didn't see Pergil this episode, did they? Yeah, yeah. don't they? That's it, how they it, escape. It, it, or that's it, how it, they, they they get cover. They go for the they go for the planet, and that's where we see this. Yeah, they're crashing their overheaders. I like how Shin Hadi, and again, I've seen people bring this up. This is about Ahsoka and Sabine improved their relationship when Ahsoka finally started to trust Sabine to shoot. But then you see the villains where Morgan Elsbeth isn't able to shoot him down. Then Shin Hati comes flying in and it's just like, I'll take care of it. Cause you can't. And then Shin Hati, <laughs> she doesn't do it either. She also fails. So I thought that was a good um, show at the characters where Ahsoka's growing her connection with Sabine for whatever happens, hopefully a story for another time, why the villains are still at each other's throats and they have their own thing going on. So I do like that dichotomy of stories where Ahsoka and Sabine are growing closer. Um, but then the other villains still have their own, as with most villains or Sith or whatever they are, they have their own ideals and what they're going to do. And it's it's throwing everything for a loop. I'll take care of it. Well, you didn't take care of it either. So I, I do say that was that was good. Character arc development. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see some real character arc happening. Some some good curvature to that arc, if you will. 
Uh, I do wonder what the layperson thinks about seeing the pergil, right? That they're they're flying, they're they go, and there's these big. I mean, literally, you know, if you're a lay fan, you have you got no idea what you're witnessing, or whatever. You're like, what are these space whales, planet whales? You know, because they're flying at this point. They're flying. They're they were flying through the whales, but I don't think they were up in space flying through the. They weren't around the hyperspace ring. No. They were they were flying around. They were they used the the, the pergil for cover some fashion. That's how they got away from. Well, the, we, we, they the showed bad guys. Mandalorian when they were traveling through hyperspace that the whales were kind of following along with the ship. So well, but if I'm I'm always if you're not somebody that's watching you know Uber fans that are talking about it on a Sunday you know you're watching a so oh I like to soak I watch this. Do you have a clue? What the heck you know just happened there? Or I get you're okay with it because it happened. You saw it and it's something, and you go along. You'll look to find out what it was and find out they're space whales and blah blah. But just it's an odd to me. It's an odd sight for for the lay fan, if you will, to to what the heck. But it helped them. The characters. It helped the good guys escape. So it's it, it weird for somebody who's who's a lay fan. They'd be like, "What the what the heck am I looking at?" But or they think uh, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, they would think they would think it was cool, but they'd be like, "What the heck is this?" They would they wouldn't know that it came out of something else, like um, like rebels. Yeah, I the characters even mentioned. I don't think they. I don't even think our characters kind of acknowledge no. that they know. Who Yang does? He he says yeah. that whole thing about like, oh, there's these whales that are in space. He kind of explains it for everybody. In this episode, yeah, this one is only land. Episode yeah. three. I do like the. I don't know if you guys have picked up that they don't show the episode titles when yes. on Tuesday yeah. night yeah. they just they do show the runtime. I was going, but they they don't show the episode title, and I find that a wonderful bit of somebody using their brain or just thinking about us the fan that they're not. You know, you're not flipping through like, oh, this one's called, you know, uh, yeah, death of a, yeah. or what? What was the 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 CD track of a uh, death of a Jedi? Death of Qui-Gon. <laughs> something like that. You know, yeah, it, it's, not that the titles. Looking at the titles after the fact, not that any of them are really super deluxe revealing, but I just like that that little somebody has used their brain and that little nugget is out there that they're not showing you the title for the first time, so that you can go into it and just, you know, it's fine after the fact or for anybody else that you know watching it. But my what I yeah. noticed. Day nights, uh, it does not have a title. I don't know when yeah, that title. Yeah, it just says yeah, it just says the next step. Uh, no, Qui Gon takes it in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering why uh, Huang's. I, maybe it's just because we already know this, but I just like they see they see the uh, the Oyo Soyon um, there, and like they got to scan it. Huang's got to do this great big scan to work out what it is. I was like, it looks like a giant hyperspace ring. It looks like one just looking at it, and he's got this great big scan. He works out this is a hyperdimensional hyperspace ring. I think he was just like, kind of like, like what the power that it had, you know. Oh, I, I mean, suppose, anything could be a hyperspace ring, hyperspace but ring, he kind of reads it to be like, well, this is like a super powered hyperspace ring, capable <laughs> of going. He says it, he says it has like six hyperspace engines. Yeah. I mean, they know that they took a hyperspace engine, so yes, that's what it is true. Yeah. Well, that's why yes. they're here, right? They, they, I mean, that's the whole reason they're at the Denab system yeah. to see what yeah. was going on, or whatever, from episode the second episode. He's he's he's, he's 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 um he's one of the yeah they put the tracker the that second episode track chopper throws a tracker on the on the ship that's taken that took the yes. hyperspace thing away. So that's why they end up where they are to see the big giant hyperspace. Okay, should we get into the next episode? Yeah. Uh, does episode does episode three end in any with any great uh, fanfare? Episode three ends with, ends the, with uh, the twins going to uh, Peru. Uh, 
guys after <laughs> them in the forest, doesn't it? So again, yeah. I said uh, it ends with Balin sending uh, the the hunter oh, yes, killer right. droids uh, after them in the oh, forest. Into the forest, okay. The red forest. Didn't Hu Yang get yeah. like uh, knocked out or something? Right. He got uh, shot. They 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 yeah. turned him off. I think didn't they? Well, that's, no. that's the next episode, right? Go ahead, Stephen, because yeah, that, no, like that's that. this episode. That was this episode. He went off, didn't he? Yeah, because he was that's scanning, that. and then he didn't complete the scan until they yeah. landed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, part four, episode four, part four, was called "Fallen Jedi." Uh, I see what they've done there. Good pun. Um, so we've got <laughs> a number of things about the implications of reaching Thrawn and Bridger. Give him Ren pause since she remains determined to find her friend. Moments later, they are attacked by several Skull's forces, but they are able to dispatch them. Fearing that Elspeth and Skull will acquire the coordinates to Fawn's location, Ahsoka and Ren head to their base but are intercepted by Haiti and Marok. Ahsoka kills Marok <laughs> and continues on a node, while Ren stays behind to hold off Haiti. Who realizes that Ren cannot wield the force. Ahsoka reaches Skull and two engage in a duel. Ahsoka is able to retrieve the map, but she tosses it aside after it burns her hand. Skull overpowers and sends Ahsoka's plummeting into the ocean. Ren holds the map at gunpoint, but Skull manipulates her into handing it over by promising that she will see Bridger again. After Fawn's location is revealed, Skull destroys the map to ensure that they aren't being followed and boards the Eye of Scion! with Haiti and Ren as their prisoner. Eh? It's not quite right. A squadron of New Republic fighters, led by Sinduna, arrives at Cetos and tries, but fails, to stop the Isle Scion from jumping into hyperspace. Meanwhile, Ahsoka awakens in the world between worlds, where she is met by her former master, Anakin Skywalker. Well, so I would... Huge. Like, I thought this episode was, like, great. Stephen, what are you reading that from, that they, they, they specifically called it World between worlds. Oh, so this is on the Wikipedia. So I would. Uh, that's one of the questions so. I was going to ask. I would uh, take. Um, I would take. Um, what's the word? What's the phrase called? I would take um, that. The grain of salt. Yeah, the task a little bit on that. I'm not yeah, sure. I t- actually, convinced it was the world between. That's why worlds. I asked because I took umbrage when you said that because I'm like, uh, it's. Yeah, yeah, like, we don't really, there was like, no portals. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Anyway, so we'll get to that when we when that happens. But uh, so right at four, they're Trust in the forest me. trying to fix the ship. And then there's a cool robot battle. It's awesome. Yeah, said Skull sends his, his, his people after him, or whatever. And yeah, we get this is this is the episode where we get Hu Yang in a fight. I I, I fist pumped. I loved it. I yeah. just as soon as he started fighting, I'm like, oh, you bad self, Hu Yang, because you know he's been around. He trains. He knows. So he, he's sure he's gonna kick this guy's butt. Let's like, go. give that robot a lightsaber. He just I, him, like two yeah. seconds. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was. I wanted him to go all general grievous on us. I mean, what does yeah. it <laughs> Pop the arms and separate yeah. them, and then yeah. Yeah. you know, he had short arms. Mm. He's Blit, Blit, stare, do a staring contest with the other droid. And he's like, stick Blit together, don't separate. You guys are better together. <laughs> so I'm yeah, glad no, you answer about Mary. I'm so I'm glad the Mary thing is just taken care of, and he's just a puff of green smoke, man. So all these. I've seen people confused about that. I'm like, that's not something new. That happened in Clone Wars a lot. Like, yeah. the magic would just like reanimate people. And I mean, even Jedi Survivor, like, you know, yeah. or I, know know I would say it happened a lot. It happened in the Clone Wars. You had a whole happened. army in the Clone Wars that were just people that were green puffs of smoke. I was like, <laughs> 
Yeah, but they look like zombies. They look like they were. Well, we don't know what he looked like underneath the suit. Touche. <laughs> they, do they have a conscious though? Do they have a conscious? Because he has conversations, Marok, in this. Yeah. Well, he wasn't dead that long. So. <laughs> I don't know. He, he sounded. Yeah, I mean, but even Savage yeah. though, Savage had like uh, when he got his arm like cut off by was Obi Wan. Um, that green smoke stuff was like coming out of his arm. So, you oh. know, it's they, it's magic. So. Magic with a K. Magics. Yeah. Really not who he is, I guess, but at least it's not Ezra, and at least it's not all these other ridiculous people. I mean, they said people. he was a former Inquisitor that works as a mercenary now. They have wear masks, and we barely even know any of their backstories as it is, or names. They're just, oh, Inquisitor, cool, now you're working with somebody. Green smoke or not, possessed, powered up, like you said, Savage. I don't know, but I'm just happy he's out of the way. So we can get to other stuff so people would stop focusing. red shirt. Oh, is he? Exact red shirt. <laughs> Just get him out of here. He served his purpose, and now we're off to another galaxy. So yeah. uh, Merrick was cool. I did like him. And I must say, like, my wife, obviously, who, you know, watches this. And she thought that was pretty cool where she just, like, steps through the blade spinning and takes him down in one move. Oh, because- right? Don't you yeah. love that? That confidence that that's sitting there waiting for him spinning up. He's all being all bad about himself or whatever. And she just she just yes. The one step, the one move, the I've got this and takes him out. Loved it. Oh, I loved it. Loved I'm, when the guys I'm went. slightly disappointed in Marek that we didn't get our first live action uh, helicopter saber. Um, oh, stuff. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand how that whole thing happened where everybody was like speculating Why? who he was. Like they literally told everyone that he was a former Inquisitor. That was part of it. That basically was a statement released by Star Wars, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's this person." He's like, "Why are you guys building this character?" They also <laughs> said Christensen wasn't in Kenobi or or this show, so you know everyone's just like they're just twisting it so we don't see it coming, and it's like, no, it's just a terrible idea. So say again, Murray. This is who he is. I mean, there, there's nothing that people love to speculate, but like Word of God says, this is who he is. Take that. Yeah. yeah. If camera time, it would make sense, like if they'd zoom in and be making reactions, or if he'd be like jittery. But he didn't get a lot of screen time. He was a background character the whole time until he was faced, you know, forced to face Ahsoka a couple times. He served his purpose. Ahsoka was a bad guy that needed to go. You know, know, he was a story type. As now Ahsoka shows how strong she is, and it just steps through his blade, and it's just like, okay, that was pretty cool. So yeah. but, the plot nothing more. But Lost then, so her. she she defeats Ahsoka defeats Merrick. But then we have the flip side of it, and you know how. Not that I thought Sabine was going to get killed, but I don't know that I thought Sabine was going to. I wondered how that as that battle's progressing. I'm really a bit trepidatious and wondering how how that's going to go down. Now, once Ahsoka takes out Merrick, then you kind of think, well, she can um, go help sabine with uh, shit but she doesn't she says no go you go get the map or whatever i, I got this and i was a, honestly a bit nervous for how that was going to play you know what limb she's going to lose or what's going to happen there or whatever but we get the ultimate great scene that is the 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 she holds out her hand and and shin recoils i loved it that she she was expecting the impact she's been trained by her master so much or she's she's seen that enough times that she's expecting something that she sort of uh, tightens up or you know otherwise just is ready for the impact and then kind of opens her eyes and goes wait a minute <laughs> you have no power right up until the the gauntlets the, the mandalorian wrist things or whatever do their part what a beautiful scene that was 
Well, and then this is like a so like, finally, finally trusting Sabine. You know, like she's like, okay, you got this. I believe you. Like, you know, I'm not gonna coddle you. You know, so yeah, like look, that, and she shouldn't have. But you know, but that's her. Like, you know, finally that relationship is getting mended. Where she's like, okay, cool. You know, like I, I trust you. You, can, you got this. Because she has, she's only had a little bit of training. Does she trust her? They kind of bonded when they were doing the space battle, though. Like to they take were care of herself, or does she, in the heat of the moment, recognize the situation? What's more important, trying to save Sabine or that map to stopping Thrawn? Well, I mean, that's the thing. She didn't think she had to save Sabine. You know, like she trusted the, that she had it handled. No, I, I'm. This is what I'm trying to get you to think about: is that that she's not caring about sabine she's not worrying about sabine she's not trusting that sabine can hand herself she's focused on that map to get to thrawn to stop thrawn because that's ultimately that's been her driving thing all of this time that yeah. the, the map is more important than sabine's life than than say trying in any other time somebody would do both somebody would risk the loss of the map in order to save the friend. But at this point, she's like, all right, I'm going for the map because that well, is super important. I, I I might think it's a little bit of a little bit more of that that she's they, so they kind of built up that she's willing to sacrifice. She kept second guessing Sabine and in this instance she's like, Okay, no, I'll I'll go get the map. You got this, you know. I'm not gonna question like if she would have been like, No, you can't handle it by yourself, then that would have been like so bad for Sabine, you know, like her, like, well, you, you still don't trust me no, that I can. But not so much, know. no, you can't handle her by yourself, but here, let's take her together. It'll be quicker. And then we go get the map. If the two of them take or fight her there, she's, she's dispatched quickly. She's not that much yeah. of a match. Shinhati is not that much of a match for Ahsoka. Definitely not that much of a match for both of them. So why not go help her for five seconds and take her out and Ooh, then yeah. both of them go. Versus yeah, Hu Yang told them to stay together. So. And yeah, Hu Yang. Yeah, why not listen to Hu Yang? Yeah, well, great point. Why not and listen to Hu Yang, who knows, is, gave them a great bit of advice. Stay together. No, nope, no, nope, Ahsoka goes running off, and and look what happened. Kind of thing. That, yeah, there's it's, power to that. Aim. Then again, Sabim told her to go. So I mean, there is kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to trust my Padawan to do this. But she, Ahsoka, also ignored Hu Yang. Where it's like, listen, you need to stay together. And they probably would have avoided everything that happened if they really stayed together. But it's almost as Sabim was overcompensating for it. I, so I don't really blame Ahsoka for it. It's the beam like, no, go for the map, go. And it's like, no, take care of what you're putting it. Like Sabine told them to separate, not Ahsoka. So it's yeah, like, that's what I was getting ready to challenge you because you said Ahsoka didn't listen to Yang, but Ahsoka necessarily is not the one that didn't listen it was sabine sabine's the one that said no go get the map separate sabine was well, sabine the one was said, full no, of all was go separate full of all kinds of bad choices in this episode <laughs> well she's yeah. padawan learning i've got to learn from the learn from the learn from them all but yeah she they both end up how does she deal with the shinati she does the wrist thing or whatever but she doesn't yeah she just stuns her or otherwise gives her no, enough she, time yeah she, she uses the wrist away. rocket thing right Right. Remember, well, that's just, she doesn't yeah. kill her. She's just enough to get away or, or, you know, puts her back or whatever you want to say, but enough to get away because then she ends up at the map. She sees a soak fighting Balin with the. Why did why they, did the thing burn her hand? Why did the thing go all Raiders of the Lost Ark and burn her hand? It was the magic. It was powering. Was it powering up the map? It was on, and that's yeah. why when she yes. grabbed it, I think it was. It was it was on, so it was hot at that point because it didn't burn anybody else's hand when they grabbed it and all that. But I think it was being 
it was on the temple or it was on the, the altar or whatever, right? Yeah, remember it's green fire. So it was been heating up for how long, you know, type of thing. So Okay, so yeah, it was it was in use and that's what made it and she didn't know that when she goes there. She's just trying to grab it and run. So yeah. that's where she wasn't wearing gloves. She was she's, though, wasn't she? She's wearing gloves. Yeah, she was wearing gloves. They're fingerless. Fingerless. Yeah, she wears it very. Oh, you know, well, yeah, that looks cool when you're breakdancing, but isn't that really functional? <laughs> this right. This is the episode where the it has a the countdown. Like they're trying to do some calculations. I mean, it was a yeah. great intense build or whatever, but it's got the it's got like the you can tell it's a countdown because it's slowly slowly building out. They were uh, whatever downloading on the. Is it going to calculate time or whatever? Yeah, it's waiting on landline trying to tie back to the ship. It was. It was an odd construct, but it was necessary to to build tension and 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 showcase what was transpiring that they're trying to calculate these coordinates or whatever. But <laughs> like downloading a game on your console, He's to sit me there in the real time of the episode, it shows it shows like the first quadrant build in in a certain amount of time. Shows you the second quadrant build, and then it goes off, and we see a bunch of other stuff happening. And granted, it's all happening at the same time, so that's why. But then when we come back, I'm expecting to be at like quadrant four or five because so much time's elapsed. But it's only at quadrant three. You know, it's it's not not as much time as elapsed, or it took longer to calculate that part of the part of the equation. It just was a thing that Ron, if you ever had to download a game on your Xbox, it stays at like fifty percent for. Yeah, touche. No, I have I have done the downloading bar that right. The first part of it goes by swimmingly quickly, and you're like, oh well, this is this is going great, and then yeah, you get to that seventy five percent tile mark or something, and it's just like, man, it's been stuck here forever. What's going on? Yeah, that's what happened. It was like being in 1999 trying to download the episode one trailer and um, on a landline and being there for like fourteen hours. And your mom picks up the phone and <laughs> ruins it. And then you have to start all over again because somebody in the house picked up the phone. <laughs> you guys are dating yourselves. <laughs> so I, know, I didn't have to do that. I had work and I had a decent connection. But yeah, I am too because I know exactly. What, I think we all are. We know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're Gen X or, a, or, a, or an older millennial, you know that feeling. Oh, yeah. The more I see about Balin's goal like the cooler this character gets like when he's having the conversation with Ahsoka and she throws her robe and she's like, we're not here to talk about my past. Yeah. Right. What does he want? Yeah. That's the biggest thing with this series for me. And I said it with the first episode is what got me is not the characters. I'm not here to see rebels season 30. I don't know, whatever. Like I'm (laughs) here to see what the mystery is. Like I want to see this other galaxy and the mystery around Balin is so great. Like, I just want to know what he's doing because he's like, well, you know, power will change hand and all this. So he knows something and he knows about the path to Peridia and everything. And I'm just like, man, this guy just knows something. And that's what's really keeping me on the, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it anyway. I'm not going to say it's not good, but like that mystery is just like, what's really cranking my needle to 11 is this exploration of Star Wars type of thing. And it's like, yeah, that's, I love yeah. their battle. The way at they, the hand, sorry, at the hand, he, he monologues to Ahsoka about knowing Anakin. How, how old is he? Well, you know, where in the timeline that you, that's why I go to you. Cause you're awesome with the timeline stuff that where do we think he fits in, in terms of, is he the same age as Anakin? Cause it's not like he's the old guy at the Jedi temple and knows about Anakin cause he's old now. And we're so far removed from where all of that took place that 
how old is he during the prequel trilogy? Where is he at? Is he an you know who's who's age equivalent? Is he as, as old as Anakin? Is he as old as Obi Wan? He's not old as Obi Wan because he's he's as old as Obi Wan now, and Obi Wan would be crazy crazy old at this point if he had he lived. So well, I mean, this is only what like, where's this guy eight years removed from a new or hope? Where's this so, guy I mean, at? He would be that much older than Obi Wan, right? No. Where's this guy no. at prequel trilogy age wise? Same age as Anakin or a little bit older? I, I, I think Obi Wan did. Around Anakin, somewhere between Anakin and Obi Wan, I would say. At at this point, Anakin would be fifty years old because Anakin was born forty one BBY. So in the in now we're nine years BBY or ABY. So mm-hmm. would be fifty at the time of Mandalorian. So and again, it's hard to tell people's age compared to shows like Cheers, where a thirty year old looks seventy. But like. And, and Hayden Christensen looks like he hasn't aged a day, so it's hard to show, and Ewan McGregor, hard to show that these guys got old when it's like, no, they look great for 20 years. Well, like Luke was like 19 in um, A New Hope, right? Yeah. And like yeah. the OT was like maybe, what, three years of OT? So that yeah. would make him like 21, and then five years after that. So Luke's still young, you know? So, Luke's still young. Yeah. Luke is 23 at the end of uh, Jedi. Yeah, so he's like twenty, what eight now? And this is, I'm sorry, how many years after Jedi is this? Five, five, five or six, yeah, yeah, five. It's still up. Yeah, it's five to seven. If you want, I mean, he could be like Obi Wan's age. Yeah, I mean, who Yang knew what his lightsaber was, so he was obviously at the temple, like you know, during that time, and he was in Obi Wan. He was, I mean, he looks old. He looks like an elder statesman, kind of. He yeah. has that vibe. And I'm I'm really, how do I say it? I'm just gutted that Ray Stevenson won't be around for the rest of it because I really want to know more about him. I want to know more about yeah. um, who, who he is, where he came from, like the rest of you guys. I want to know um, which Jedi, you know, that he would have potentially trained with or known or whatever um i'm wondering if he is between like anakin and obi-wan in age i want to we'll know his see the series because we don't know if he makes it throughout of season one so we we, we don't know yet but i am like you That's gutted for the actor because he was thrilled to be a part of star wars you know he he looked like he was going to be a cha- yeah. uh, not a champion but he was going to enjoy the moment that would have been the gushing at celebrations and all this that that's what is 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 to me is really tragic for the actor to to miss out on 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 yeah. that hopefully hope no what do I, I don't want to say hopefully his story is to end in season 1 so it it works out for the storytellers and and that's a harsh thing to say the, the man's passing whatever but that they don't have to or there's the flip side of no, he is very much around at the end of the season, and they've got to figure something out. They're gonna have to recap to, yeah, to redo it, and that's I mean it's a, it's a it's an unfortunate byproduct of living in the real world and, and someone passing away. But this will this will be the first if if he's not if he wasn't already written out of season one or dispatched at the end of, by the end of season one or whatever, it'll be another real world situation, much like Carrie, where the you know they've they've got to figure something out. Do they recast this one because it's not such the iconic character and and be able to finish the story or come up with something? Yeah, that that's going to be fun. Uh, it's really hard yeah. to say that kind of word about somebody's passing, but that's going to be an interesting part of the Star Wars storytelling that we get. Is I guess if they just recast, it's not going to be that challenging. It's just recast it and keep telling well, the story. It's just not the same person. I just but looked up his age, his age, like his the actor's 
you know, Ray Stevenson's age, and he's he was fifty nine. Okay. Yes. How old? So, and then I and then I looked up Alec Guinness, and Alec Guinness uh, was I think sixty three, uh, around the time of uh, of A New Hope. So they're they're pretty similar in age. So we can assume the characters are probably about the same. Oh, well, the same Jedi graduating where class. Where is he? That was my original posit. Where is he at in the original trilogy that he goes on monologuing to Ahsoka about? We, you know, we heard about, or we knew about Anakin, or we heard about him, or whatever it is he says about Anakin, because he's not this old guy. That's my thing. Is is he's not this old guy in the prequel trilogy that knows about Anakin or is trying to teach him or knows. Oh, he's, no, no, he's, he's, he's not black. Yeah, he like not... Everybody, everybody in the Jedi Order knew. Anakin Skywalker, like even yeah. if you didn't know him personally, he was so famous that like all Jedi they all knew him. Yeah. Right, he's they a he's a temporary in at that time of Anakin's rise and everything. My, he's a temporary, yeah. not a teacher, not a not a higher. Well, yeah. no, because no, Anakin not would take he out. Is, he's not. A they took turns before. taking Padawans out on uh, to Ilum to get their crystals. So Anakin did that a few times um, in the books. So he did interact with Padawans a lot, and he had to, he was tasked with training the Padawans. So even if this guy was a Padawan, he knew Anakin. So, so, I yeah. that, so you think Anakin, An- Anakin, Anakin was old <laughs> enough to have perhaps taken him out as a Padawan to get his crystal? No, that's I, actually canon in, in the books. Yeah. No, no, he, that he took ba- that he took Balin's skull. No, I think Balin was already a knight and fighting in the war at this point. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Older. I think he's at if he's real life fifty nine. That's what a fifty nine year old former Jedi can look like. So they can easily say he's nine years older than Anakin if they want to use his real, you know, yeah. life age. Right. Don't okay. seem older. It's like so the dude not Qui Gon old in the original trilogy. Not Mace Windu old in the original trilogy. Just a a a, um, a, a Jedi. Uh, not maybe a full amount. You know, not on the council. He's a Jedi that's out there doing things like a like Luke maybe he was like like, like all the other Jedi that we saw during. at the Phantom Menace um, or the Battle of Geonosis. He was a full on knight though. You know, that's yeah. That would be my assumption is that he's. Old enough to know who Anakin is, old enough to do his own thing, but then and he was able to survive over sixty six. You know, yeah. How did, he know, point, how did he know about about Vader though? Because he did imply that, right? That he knew what he became. Yeah, isn't that what he meant? So how did he know that? Like, I don't understand how all these people know this know point, who who Vader is. You know, it's like you know, was that he knew that? Was it common knowledge knew. at that point already? Like, there, there's been a, bad, a lot, good bit of back and forth between us as the fan. Yeah, as the is that a common thing that's out there that Anakin Skywalker that turned a, into Vader or just the, well, they knew Leia's dad out. was Vader, so mm. and that's why they didn't want to elect her like chancellor or whatever. So, but that was yeah, like but later, that, wasn't it? That was later. That was that later. A, I'm just saying, like, because this is just a few years after after Jedi. I'm like, and you know, it's like I don't, know, I just don't understand. <laughs> it just seems like the, you know, so many people know know who Vader is on this thing. I don't know if they so much know who he is as they sort of guessed because. You know, Anakin Skywalker right. and right. all of a sudden this Vader guy, where does he come from? Where did he even come from? Nobody nobody knew who, who that was. And so maybe they make the connection because they're like, Oh hey, isn't that around the time that Anakin Skywalker kind of just like disappeared off the map? Whatever. Yeah, I mean unless 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 they released that footage, the same one that Obi Wan saw, you know, the the way he found out, like uh yeah. where, where where Palpatine is, you know, knighting him Darth Vader. Uh, and you know they released that to the public just as part of the crimes, or but well no, but then they they, they would have oppressed that right because Palpatine was the one who won, so he 
he would have hidden that. So I don't know. I just I just don't know how. I can totally see. I can totally see Star Wars podcasters in universe tinfoil hats being like, listen, the theory, conspiracy theory. I have. I have the answer, and it's one word: whistleblower. (laughs) (laughs) To Ryan's point about Balin Skull, though, he he is a very you know his motives, his desires, what he's going, what he knows. And 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 what he's going for, the way he um, monologues with Ahsoka, you know, and trying to talk to her, and she's she basically says we're gonna fight, and he's like, how inevitable, you know? He was trying to, yeah. he was he was Count Dooku-ing her to some extent of uh, you know join you know help her. Yeah. Here's what's gonna happen. Let's let's do things good, better, and different type of thing with her, and does the same thing with Sabine, and and I think Ricky talked about episode full of bad choices of Sabine. That it was awesome to see a bad guy say, "Join me, and together we can find Ezra. Give me the map. Join me, and we'll help. I'll help you." And he's true to his word. That he takes her with, and you know, I'll take you, and we'll go find him, and all this. And doesn't he doesn't harm her. Yeah, that's what I mean. That he just doesn't get he the map. Shin off right, her, yeah. yeah, call Shin off of her. That was a neat bit of his seeing into his character arc. That was a neat bit of seeing his drive, his motivation, and what and who he is. He's like, no, I'll, I won't. What does he say? Because he's he's going for uh, maybe another apprentice or a follower. Because he says, "I won't treat you bad like your master did, or some I won't lie to you like your master did." Something. He's you know getting getting to her about how Ahsoka walked away from her or something. I forget what the quote is, but he says something about the "I I won't treat you bad like Ahsoka did," which and 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 it's true to his word. That was, I mean, he's, just a great he, part ending to this episode. He still has nobility. That's what's so great about yeah, his character. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of nobility somehow. Remember in the second episode, he's like, it'd be a shame if we'd have to kill her. And then he kills her. So, kicks her butt off a cliff. Onto well, the he could have st- stabbed Ahsoka, but he hit her lightsaber instead. He didn't like, I'm going to kill you, Ahsoka. He's like, no, I'm going to just push you off. You know, he could have straight on like try to that's stab her, but death. he did Yeah, it's a much better death. Falling to your death is so respectful than just being sliced. He seems to know something's going to happen. Oh, that's interesting. I I like it, Ryan. His nobility is the, yeah, I'm going to dispatch you in this manner versus versus bisecting you or something. I love it. I love that scene of her, of Sabine, you know, shoot the, or Ahsoka tells her to destroy the thing and she won't in front of Ahsoka. And then, then he's sitting, sitting there monologuing with, oh, that was, that was such good stuff. And he's like, do it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. I just want to know what it, what what he wants. Like he doesn't seem to be full on bad. He kind of sees some kind of higher purpose with bringing. Yeah. Like, does he want Ezra back or does he want Thrawn back? Like, which one? Well, the Jedi know? is. I kind of thought he's going for a. Or my take, I, I think it's not well formed, but he's going for a, a, a. He wants to be the next Yoda, let's say, whatever. That he wants to start something up. Well, you guys go fight yeah. your war, get Thrawn, go do whatever. But I'm going to get a higher power, get more power to where I'll get followers. Right. Mm-hmm. What's his what's his drive if Thrawn and the war is gonna do their thing? He could be the Vader to the to that empire maybe is is his drive to I guess he drives the more, you know? I don't know. To, to be the force person that helps the Empire or, you know, the the bad group like Vader did. Or be the Emperor, you know, right. What's his maybe what's he thinks he yeah, he can take the Emperor's place and you know, manipulate Thrawn and Okay, I have power, so I'm going to be in charge of this empire now. You know, yeah, they're going to come to me. But yeah, like you said, Ryan, that's a great point. That yeah, his his is still there's still a bit of nobility in in his drive and his motivations to some extent. His word means something still, you know, even though he's bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of drive, how did Sabine's drive and her not really switch to the bad side, but how did I that hated her in this episode? <laughs> that switch of abandonment. How did that go with you guys? Like, what do you think of that? That she gave up the map. Yeah, that she pretty much switched. she decided to join Balin. How did that drive go? Like, I so- took that as her being true to her word to Ezra that she will see this yeah. through, and I trust you to see this through. And while it wasn't the right thing to do, she didn't want to do it, especially at this point. Ahsoka's dispatch, but at this point. He, you know, I got to take you or if I if I destroy the map, I truly have no way of finding Ezra. You know, Ahsoka's gone. You know, everything, everything in her world at this point is 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 shattered, is gone. It was ever. I'll, I'll give you the map. You you know, well, I mean, because, this was the total mirror episode of Anakin and Mace. Like, no, you need him, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Like, don't destroy it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I mean, so, there's. There's something too where I heard. Talk. I don't think it's a romantic. I've seen some posits about you know the romantic aspect. I just I think it's her her nobility, if you will, her Mandalorian way that she she you know Ezra asked her to see this through yeah. whatever what this what you know whatever that was to to she's she because I don't think he but, said you know, rescue me when I have to jump to hyperspace with a pergo. That wasn't part of the plan. Anyone knew that was Plan B, Plan C, or Plan D for him at that point. If things went sideways, he was. He told those guys to go to the, to the out of the planets, go to orbit and send out this signal on this channel. And they're like, nobody uses that channel anymore. You know, he was making a call to the whales, but that was a that was if everything goes goes bad, we're going to do this. Not not part of his original plan. Anyway, yeah, I think it's her motivation to. Well, we can see that she's kind of obsessed with finding him too. You know, like that's been her whole motivation. So this is but, like the one crumb she has that can get her to him and she's not going to let it, you know, but how about Balin? You, you talk about Balin and his, you know, and how cool of a character is that he destroys the map. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, do we got the coordinates? We're good. All right. No one's, mm-hmm. fo- no one's following us. <laughs> I mean, that was a, hold on. We need to reach. I'm, I'm a pack rat. So I keep everything, but it was just like, hold on. We need to recalculate or there was something wrong. Well, I destroyed it. So, oops, sorry. We can't, you know, it's, 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 that's a, that is a bold move. To destroy the map, it's a character move. It's a story move. It has to happen so no one can follow us. We get there. Yeah, I get it. But wow, what a that was good. awesome character, right? To have the have the the destroy the thing. All right, we're good. Well, then I'm gonna lightsaber this thing in half or whatever. It's he does. like you it's, think he he knew Ahsoka wasn't fully gone that she could have got up there and got it, or you know didn't want to fall in the wrong hands if he did well, take you, it with him. You know, oh, you got, he knows what happened. Not that he knows what happened to Ahsoka, but he knows he didn't strike a a death necessarily well, and death. it stops sabine from trying to get it on the ship when she's there with him you know i think he knows that he tried to kill her it's just that he doesn't want anyone else finding the map yeah. or and he has sabine with her so it's just like destroy yeah, no reason. yeah we got he definitely thinks and he probably did kill ahsoka so but i wonder how ahsoka will take sabine pretty much choosing ezra over ahsoka because she's like on a cliff edge, and she's like, "Yo, I'm going for Ezra, peace." And then she gets booted. So I'm like, "Man, so, you know, Sabine kind of you really chose one friend over the other there." Yeah. Like, well, uh, she knew. Well, we'll see. She trained. We think she's trained with Ahsoka, but she knew us. She knew Ezra way more than she knew Ahsoka from the Rebels yeah. aspect. Her time with her Ezra, she she rescued him as a kid and. And you know, Ahsoka was just a, a bit player to to them, important bit player. But in her life, let's say a person in her life, Ezra was way more in her life than Ahsoka was. 
Is he though? Right. Like, didn't they meet in Rebels? They met yes, in yeah. Rebels. Didn't they? Yeah, but Ahsoka was only like in like four episodes of Rebels. <laughs> yeah, you know? Ahsoka wasn't in Rebels. I mean, it, with a with a Sabine that long. Yeah, she was uh, part Rebels. of the family. It was yeah. long. So I mean, she's only known Ezra for four years, but she's been you know Ezra's been gone for nine. So depending on how long she knows Ahsoka, they could be together on and off for five years. So there's still a relationship, and she was still her master. And even if they still had a falling out, it's like. You really let your friend get kicked off a cliff so you can go find Ezra. Like, you, yikes. Like, yikes. <laughs> like I said, I hated her after this episode. <laughs> I did people actually feel any tension when Ren was, like, holding the, the, the map ball at gunpoint? So it's like, this is no threat at all to, to him, really. He can just smash it with the force. Yeah, yeah I was thinking that too. I mean, there's no tension here, so... He just used it that used the time to manipulate her into well, he didn't really have to do anything, he didn't have to manipulate her, did he? Really, he could have got that ball at any time, really. Well, I don't think she's going to destroy once Ahsoka's dispatched. I don't think she's going to destroy it at that point. I thought she might have destroyed it while Ahsoka says, you know, destroy it because they could figure out something later. They have whatever the hypers, everything's still, everything else is still in play. But once Ahsoka's gone, then I'm like, well, there's if she destroys it, she's got no leverage in any way shape or form that it just i didn't think she would be destroying it at that point well i think balen's like looking ahead too he's like well if i take sabine with me ezra's probably gonna be more keen to go with me and join me in my cause you know so yeah so well trust in in sabine and of balen that you know he was true to his word took her what you know whatever whatever it is whatever his motivations are whatever he's trying shin hati is going to be a little bit you know that's going to be a a cold against a rock Awkward <laughs> silence on the on the ship and all of that is they but maybe that's why he wants her too is to be a foil for Shin Hati or you know a sparring partner you know that that tension's there to keep him keep him sharp. Um, would he know in the Force that Merrick's gone? Would he sense that if it's a magic person versus a, a real person? Do, does does Baylor sense that he's dispatched? I think he, I think he just saw he him. didn't return. So yeah, I don't think he, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. He just like, oh, he's gone. Okay, <laughs> that's a good check. point though. No one's, uh, no one's actually cared less about him ever. They just gone off. And, and uh, maybe it goes the pecking order that he cares about Shin. Shin cares about Merrick. That 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 mm. does does Balin Skull direct Merrick or does he direct Shin? And Shin brings Merrick with him and does things. And uh, so yeah, it, it, like I say, it, it doesn't seem like he cares. I mean, he didn't uh, really care about Shin being gone either. So. <laughs> You know? Oh no, she came back. She wasn't gone. Well, I mean, uh, before. But yeah. It's just yeah. weird that like he would Sabine... sense her in the force if she was dispatched. Yeah, that's true. Not Merrick. During the episode when Sabine thinks that she's going to destroy it, us as viewers by the end of the episode realize there's no way Sabine could have destroyed this ball. She held it point blank with a blaster, but then Balin Skull fully plunges a lightsaber into it, which cuts through almost everything. And it takes nine seconds to break this thing. And she's holding a blaster. It's just like she wouldn't. It's not even the saber that breaks it. It's like the the thing just splits apart due to the heat. Like I watched it again. I'm like, well, how did this thing break in half? It's because he put it in the middle and then it kind of just like separated, you know. He didn't slice it in half? No. It kind of just broke apart from the heat. It all lights up and then it's like flip and splits. He he pierced it and then it, you know. It's like yeah, shooting a laser, like from yeah, a, a shark. The kid that something uh, explodes, you know. 
there it's was in the it's that, in the holder or whatever, and he sticks his he just sticks his lightsaber. Yeah. Or whatever. There was that line that Ahsoka tells uh, Sabine before they they took off, or when they were outside the ship in the in the woods, when you know she was telling her, you know, that you know they might if they can't get it back, then you know they just have to make sure that they don't get it. And yeah. You know. So the fact that you know she's like, what did she tell you? Can I can I rely on you or can I trust you or you know? So I'm like, okay, if she's actually verbally saying that, then it's going to come to this point and it's yeah. not going to happen. And sure enough, that's that's exactly what happened. And I like how I like how even Morgan was surprised. You know, when she's kind of looking across and then she sees Sabine and you just kind of see in her eyes like, interesting. All right, well let's get going. Yeah. You know, I yeah. thought that Balin's doing his own thing and and Morgan's like. Yeah, that's fine by me. Let's go. And then yep. on to episode five, I guess. I don't know. We know how this one ends. Well, no, we got to talk about because this. Uh, if ever I'm going to ask, how did the episode end? We can't gloss over it because how did this episode <laughs> end? Because this one, what what I do remember of it well, ending is is <laughs> the neat transition of how they showed us the waves crashing against the rocks or whatever, and transitioned into the wherever the heck Ahsoka is type of, 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 of scenario, the waves around her type of thing. It was, it was a neat transition of how we went from it was amazing. Yeah. It was looking, amazing. Looking at the, looking at the waves and where we saw Ahsoka, this fashion to the stars. Yeah. And it turns, it turns into the area where she is and we hear the voice and we hear, what do we hear? Hello snips. Or hello I don't know snips. what line snips. Is. Is, this, is it literally hello snips? I know we hear it snips. Is. Yeah, yeah. I did on caption. hear the snips and you just, Oh yes. What, yeah. where, we knew where, you know, I don't think it's World Between Worlds now, but we knew it was something like, but yeah, that happens, and she turns, and he's there, and it's just, I remember, the one thing I remember, my takeaway was, because I watched with the closed captions on, there's a very brief interaction, whatever it is, whatever dialogue they says is, I see you, or something like that, but it fades to black, and in the closed captioning, it says Darth Vader's theme playing, music, or it says yeah. Darth Vader music, or Vader music, or something. It's purposefully in the closed captioning that it's telling you it's Vader music, not ominous music, which is usually what it says, or playful music, or something like that. It says, because uh, I just remember that seeing that, and just it specifically pointed out it was Vader's theme, even though mm. we're looking at uh, looking at Anakin. Oh, I remember that seeing that. Just like no, it can't be over, but it can be because what a great way to end an episode! What a great cliffhanger—not a cliffhanger, but a a great. Oh, I can't wait till next episode type of moment. Yeah, that was a gasp and then scream moment because the episode ends yes. right there, and you're just like, why isn't it next what? Tuesday? No, we... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hayden looked awesome too, and and we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. I do want, like anything with the whales, I do wonder what the layperson thinks of, of where the heck she is or where she was at the end of that episode. But obviously they realize she's not, I hope she, I guess they realize she's not dead. Um, to, or they're, they're leading you to think she's not dead in some fashion because she's having this interaction with what they would, they would know it's Anakin, whether they know, she calls him master, I think, but whether they would know, whether a lay fan is going to know who the heck or what the heck Anakin and Ahsoka's relationship was or is, you know, to my brother is, is kind of who I always think of as a lady. He's seen the movies and knows a little bit, you know, and watches them and enjoys them, but he is not talking about it on a Sunday with friends. You know, it just, he's going to have no concept. He had no idea who, when Maul was back, he just in, in solo, he's just like, Oh, it's another guy. He didn't realize it was the same guy, uh, same, um, whatever they are. Um, 
you know, type of thing. This that that's the kind of fan I think about when I see something like this. That's like, what do they think is going on? That she's talking to Anakin. They're going to recognize him as Anakin, but why is he talking to her anyway? They got to keep watching. They, they got to dive in more and learn more about it. It's basically what has to happen, right? To the recap, so we can do episode five then. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, no. I was just reading. That's right in the head. I see that they released the uh, the music for the first four episodes a couple of days back. Apparently. Yeah, on Friday they dropped yeah. the first half season episode. So that Sabine song when she's on the bike is out now. So. And they're oh, missing because the, I've just been looking for money because unless they put it on a hard copy, this fan ain't buying. It says digitally, so yeah, there isn't a, something that is that. At like the a, end of the season round, they'll probably put it on vinyl because that's what I've been doing. I've been buying the Mando <laughs> ones on vinyl. Oh, cool. cool. There's like, like the two extremes, right? Vinyl and then digital. Like, yeah. What happened to CD? What happened to CD? <laughs> Right? What the hell is a CD? What do I, a vinyl? What do I rent a vinyl? No, that's going too far back. How cheap is it to make a CD, press hundreds of them, and sell them? Right. You want, burn a, you want to burn a vinyl? That's what you want to do. Okay. Well, you can so, burn it into the CD if you have a burner. <laughs> I enjoy that for it's 2023. Print a, print a CD on on demand. As orders come in, copy it. I need a Memorex tape, Ron, with the Star Wars music. Memorex. (laughs) The way vinyl even works is magic. Like, come on. I'm fascinated looking at my record player. I'm like, how is this making? You don't even need electric. You don't even need electric to play a vinyl. Just no round up, round up, wind up uh, handle and stuff. Yeah, it still plays, even though there's no amplifier. Like, you can still hear it. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aliens, man. <laughs> One last thing, and then I'll let you go. Yep. I heard oh, if you oh. crack, if you crack a vinyl, green smoke comes out of it because it's magic how it works. Uh, <laughs> magic, magic. Thank you. So, so it was worth it then. All right. Ooh, yeah, I wanted to soak a vinyl with the, with the green smoke uh, colored. Um... Go with the F five <laughs> recap. Gotta be orange. Right. Okay. So uh, so far, part five, Shadow Warrior. This is the one in the cinema. The one we uh, just hot off the. Of watching and uh yeah the recap on wiki does say world between worlds and it says it again in this one so we'll, we'll debate that one later so it says Sinduna arrives on Cetos where she finds Ahsoka and Ren gone while investigating alongside his mother Jason Sinduna senses that Ahsoka is in the world between worlds thus revealing his own connection with the force in the in-between space Anakin explains to Ahsoka that he had been watching her through the force and deduces that her loss to Skull was partially due to her unresolved guilt over the events that drove them apart. Ahsoka loses a duel with Anakin and relives fragments of her past during the Clone Wars, during which she grows concerned that her legacy will only be one of fighting. Believing Anakin's teachings includes his legacy with Darth Vader, she initially refuses him, determined not to help be held on to the past, which leads to another duel between them. Finally understanding that she wasn't involved in Anakin's downfall and that her legacy was her own choice, Ahsoka continues to live and continue fighting. Ahsoka is recovered by Sinduna's crew and through her power she learns that Ren is with Skull. Sinduna is contacted by Mothma, who informs her that New Republic forces are en route to take her and Ahsoka into custody. As the Republic fleet detachment arrives, Ahsoka recruits a pod of Pergril to take her and Huang to Ezra and Sabrine. Sabrine, White and Duna, Jason and Chopper stay behind. It's not quite clear why they had to stay behind, really. They could have plenty of room in that mouth, but um, yeah. I suppose that's pulled part of the story. Um, 
There we go. So it's the Ahsoka yeah. show, not Rebel season thirty, as Ryan said. <laughs> Whatever season we're up to, because yeah, I, I kind of wonder that too. Why well, go along? But they, it's the Ahsoka show, so it's, it's more about Ahsoka's thing than. Well, they're kind of distracting the Republic guys from. And they've the yeah, they've got to deal with that. Is this the episode, or was it the last one? I think it might have been the last one we missed, where we get young Jason. We get a a young person's not fully formed. I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, he's he's like, like, you know, he, he says, "Mom, my stomach's bad," or he says, "You no, just got have a bad, bad feeling." Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he doesn't doesn't go the full. I love that. I, the, the, just that he wouldn't he wouldn't necessarily go about the. Just I have a weird, I have a bad feeling. He doesn't know that it's about something specific or about what they're doing. He doesn't it's know the rest of the line. Weird and he's, weird he's in the young. force. I love that it was that it was that. It was a. I have a bad feeling about this, but not that spot on because, like you yeah. say, yeah, he's too young to know what he has a bad feeling about. He just, mm-hmm. he just, mom, I don't feel so good. Yeah, that was, that was wonderful. I like that. I think that was a previous episode. And they covered his ears with hair. So, <laughs> so we got to know if for this filler episode, if Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> episode five is filler. This episode. I like it. I'm going to tell all, you right now. All filler, no killer. This episode, compared to episode four, which is so far my favorite, episode five is filler. It is filler. I it don't is care a character development study, Ryan, which is... Of filler. Good. So, But was Anakin real or not? Like, I have to... You know, we got to talk about that. Like, what the world between worlds was in Rebels was apparently different than what it is now because it was a place between time and everything and you can interact with it. But now it's the way I kind of see it for those that watched the third guardians movie or any other movie, it's that space between life and death. You know, it's like, are you ready to move mm-hmm. on and accept your death where, you know, in guardians three did it amazingly or are you ready to fight? You know, are you ready to continue on? So it's like, but that's not what was shown in Rebels. That's it's not like Ezra died and got there. He just went there. Well, and there's so, no portal doors or right. in this Rebels, area. Rebels, he went into a portal and that was world between worlds. This, yeah. while it was similar and while everybody was thinking Dave was gonna take us there, was not world between worlds. No. But because it's, as, as soon as Ezra was put not, in there, he could hear the other movies. He can hear Yoda, he can hear everybody. That did not happen here. And there was no doors to look through. There's no windows. It's just exactly the same. It, well, you Anakin, can't. They didn't explain. Anakin was not a force ghost no. either. I he was thought that, that, it was, that it was the same thing, but it's just that it appears differently to different people. But she's been in there and before. She has, I guess. But she was in there because Ezra brought her in. So now but she's that, in but, there because. because whether it was Anakin that brought her in or she fell in, she entered, you know, she entered differently this time than she did last time. It was some kind of weird spiritual plane that was similar to that, but it wasn't the same thing. Ezra Ezra straight up just walked into that temple. As far as Anakin, for me, he was like Anakin. It was, it was force ghost Anakin, but force ghosts don't look like we normally see them. Uh, when they're in this place. In this place, they appear like as themselves. But when they appear in the real world, that's when they appear 
you know, force. That's why they have the blue glowy around them because they're yeah. kind of projecting from this place. They're projecting from here, yeah, from there yeah. to the to the real world. That's that's what the difference is. That's that's the way yeah. I interpret it. That's Tony, awesome. that's an interesting take mm-hmm. because I go ahead, Marie. What I got from it was that um, it was kind of like the um, the dark side cave on Dagobah, where uh, what you what you get out of it is only what you take with you. So she was taking with that with her that preoccupation with like what's my legacy and um, what is or what is my legacy going to be. And so she ends up in this manifestation of the world between worlds and a manifestation of her own fears, which was you know confronting Vader. Um, or confront or confronting Anakin to complete her training, but it's Vader who kind of completes it, and that's that's mm-hmm. kind the cave. Of, yeah. The cave was a legit place. She just falls off a cl- off a cliff. My, my right. take on it could be somewhere underneath that water that is very similar to the cave that we just don't. The lock that she falls into it. My my yeah, take on it is that while we have forced ghosts, we have the cave and what you take into the force. That this is a force vision. That it's not world between worlds because she jumped, she didn't go into any sort of a portal as Ezra did. He's not a force ghost because he's not with the blue glowy. Although Tony uh, brings up an interesting thing to think about that well, the blue glowy only happens because you project from here to a, a real world, and that's where the blue glowiness comes around. But that it goes to all these different events and it goes to young Ahsoka and it goes to Anakin, you know, you haven't learned everything yet or whatever. And he breaks the floor with a lightsaber and all of these various things. It's not a, it's not real. It's all in her head as she deals with the baggage of, of, of what she thinks, you know, her leaving and how that may have steered right. Anakin to become vague, and, and all of that, that- stuff. The way that the Vader that Luke fought on the cave in Dagobah wasn't real, where he realizes that he's part of that, all of a sudden, that he's part of that legacy in some way. He doesn't know the exact truth yet, but, um, and, you know, there's a truth to be discovered uh, for Ahsoka as well. Yeah, the yeah, Jason can hear it, though. The, the Jason can hear the lightsabers. He yeah. could hear in the. I don't think he's hearing it with his ears so much as he's hearing it in the force. Yeah. Yeah. How how Hera? I haven't quite squared that right. How Hera? You know, she believes enough in in, in Jason, or does she truly sort of hear it too? Is a little bit. Well, um, it could be. But I don't think it's that. You know, you go and listen to the waves. You can hear all sorts of things, can't you? Well, yeah, yeah. touche. Right, you listen to. You can hear what you want to hear, and Jason through the force is legitimately hearing it. But he's leading the witness and his mom by saying, you know, I hear yeah. lightsabers clashing in the waves, and she, to, to, to the chancellor's point, hears that same sort of. Okay, yeah, I do hear lightsabers. Let's check this out. But the the, the Hayden dialogue in this filler episode of of um, well, it's hard to say that with a straight face, <laughs> trying to trying to be funny. Um, her, his teachings to her about, you know, uh, the monologue that he says about how, you, or her concerns, I guess, more so about how, is that all I am? If if what you're trying to tell me is, is all Padawan is what a master teaches him, and all I know from you, master, is how to be a warrior and how to fight and how to do all this sort of stuff or whatever, and look what you became, is that what's to become of me? Because that's all I know? Well, you know, ew, wait, what? And he's like, no, you still haven't learned the lesson. Let's go again. You know, that you're more, while you're all that I am and all that I've taught you, you're more than that too, that you can choose to fight. You, you're you not just a warrior. Sure, I've trained you to be a warrior. Sure, I've trained you how to lead, but 
you, you can be more than that. You just have to fight to be more than that. You have to, oh, there's so much in this in this filler episode. Um, no, nothing. You have to watch it a couple of times to, to, to get to wrap your head around what's being taught, what what the character is is learning of themselves, and 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 what baggage they're dealing with, letting go. What, letting go. What, what she's had to hold on to because now that she knows because you watch that rebels and when she learns of vader or anakin's still alive and it's this bad guy vader you know the just the thinking about how that plays on ahsoka because you know what she thought of that she left and what does she know of anakin yeah the character arc that is ahsoka and her ties to anakin that then becomes vader is 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 huge because that's that's got to that's got to be a lot of baggage that's got to be a parasol well, and then we know from mando that she was afraid to train Grogu because she thought that, you know, because of the way she is, that maybe somehow Grogu would turn bad. And I think that's probably what prompted her to walk away from Sabine initially because she probably was seeing things with Sabine where, you know, she wasn't listening and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so she probably was trying like, well, if I keep training her, she's going to go bad because my legacy is my master went bad and I'm probably not a good Jedi, you know? Well, yeah, that so, all I know is, you know, that's what we learn in this, yeah. that all I know is war and death, that my training, you know, yeah. Anakin, or yeah, Anakin says, my master, when, I, when Obi-Wan taught me, we were keepers of the peace or whatever, but, you know, all Anakin, all Ahsoka knows is is war and death and, and that leading people into battle type of thing that, that right, she's, would be she didn't in. realize how he was at the time, so when she's watching, you know, this battle happening in the Clone Wars and she sees him walk away and, sees him turn into Vader, she's like, why didn't I see this before? Like, how come I didn't notice that, you know, the signs were all there and I was just oblivious to it? That he well, is it that? Because she doesn't see him walk away. She walks away from it, but then hears about it later after the fact. No, I mean, in the scene, she sees him walk away and he turns into Vader, you know? Oh, oh, the, the, oh, the great flashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's <laughs> wonderful visuals, wasn't it? That was awesome stuff. And I also thought, oh, God, I would if I saw Hayden, I would just full-on thank him for coming back and portraying yeah. Anakin the way he did. I mean, he just wearing the Clone Wars out, outfit, you know, <laughs> enveloped it and and embraced it and and obviously there's direction and character, but he's he's got his back turned to her like like he did with Obi Wan. If you're you're not if you're not with yeah. me, you're against me. And then he, he takes out his saber the same and, way. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, come on, that was goosebump. It, it, I got the chills just thinking about it and talking about it now. That kind of filler, I will take that filler. Every it's the same. Episode. The Are same stance where he's like, "You will try." It's the same, you know. Yes. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and again, I also young... like that line—the line about "I won't fight you." And he's like, "I heard that before." Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. 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 There was some great, great dialogue in this filler episode. That that. Is... It, but it's just dialogue. That's the thing. It's just dialogue. It doesn't advance the story at all. It's just filler. It does. I'm just the, care, the whole wait, the show is getting Ahsoka's character growth. Yeah. It's an Ahsoka the show. The character getting developed. This is, let's this get is, this show. is what, Ahsoka yeah, show. This is what uh, gets Ahsoka. We get Ahsoka the white, basically, at the end of the episode. She's got yeah. a smile on her face again. You know, it's like she kind of. Yeah, she doesn't. I'm going to say this, but I don't know. She doesn't fold her arms at all. Mm. At the end of the episode, lots of, lots of. Uh, yeah, I'm, she went know. into the water and basically got baptized and came out a new person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, it definitely, it definitely does a episode again, Ryan. Right now, 
I've watched it three times. I've watched it three times. It is not filler. It definitely does advance. It has nostalgia. And Hayden Christensen did great. The best lightsaber fighting I've seen in decades is back again. Did they again. not get the whales and go to the other place? Because that's not filler. That's progressing the story. <laughs> yeah, the tiniest step. It does. Yeah, it does. That's like half the episode. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence between fences on this. I can see both sides, but it, it, there's, no, there's no doubt that it does advance the story in terms of Ahsoka and her, and her, and her thoughts and stuff. I think Which... I was going to say that Ryan could probably sum this uh, this episode up with six six words, like this could have been an email. Would have, uh, <laughs> yeah. would have progressed things a whole lot quicker. But yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I would, I would, in some ways, I would have sooner that they just got off. It would have been more of the plot, given that we only got eight episodes. You kind of think, well, let's come on, let's crack on with this storyline here a bit. Uh, yes, Ahsoka, Ahsoka yeah. definitely woke up, woke up. That's why, in my interpretation, it's Anakin wasn't there. This was all in Ahsoka's mind because you got to remember in ep- the previous episode, Balin says, we want to talk about your past. And she says, no, we're not talking about my past. That's her problem. Mm. She has to talk about her past. She needs force therapy. And it would be weird if this was force ghost Anakin because he turns to Vader and attacks her. Like, Anakin should be ashamed of his past. He shouldn't be like, well, I'm going to turn to Vader to teach you a lesson so you can understand yourself. Like, no, you're ashamed. But if this is Ahsoka working through her trauma and mm. like realizing that it's like, are you going to give up? Which that's the other weird thing in this filler episode. It's she at no point in the entire series has Oka, Ahsoka shown that she doesn't really want to try. You know, she's always been into it. So the choice that Anakin gives her to live or die. Well, Ahsoka hasn't been choosing die. She didn't, no offense, but she didn't lock herself away in a cave for decades. Any three characters you wish to choose to point that out to. But like, she's been the whole time. So where was she she during the original trilogy? She didn't lock herself away. Yeah. She left the order to live or die. She left the order. She left him. And, and, she, and went on to to you know, run spice and stuff. She she, yeah, she chose to no point. Give, Ahsoka doesn't give up, and where he's like live or die. And she's like, man, I've been living for like nine years, dude. Like that's such but a she weird. She has like li- inner conflict though. She's had that since she showed up in Mando. That's why she didn't want to train Grogu. Yeah. Like this is her yeah. dealing with that. It, now she's not going to be like. Maybe now she'll go like I'll train Grogu. Like yeah, cool. You know. Yeah. I think it also kind of t- it refers to the, the beginning of the conversation with Anakin, where he tells her, yeah, you lost. You were in a fight. You lost. Yeah. And, and I think she lost because she wasn't she fully wasn't, committed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then she fight, then she duels Anakin here and she basically beats Anakin, you know, to a point. So it just kind of speaks to the fact that, you know. She that's, wasn't really committed. And this is what he's telling her. You know, you you have the tools to beat these people. You know, you're just, you're just, and like, you know, you're the symbolism. You, you, she takes yeah. the red yeah. lightsaber out of his hand and throws it away, you know? Yep. So that's her, like, shedding, you know, this dark oh, side. Oh, that is great. Stain, yeah, yeah, she you know? does take it at the end. She yeah. takes it out of his hand and, like, tosses it. Takes it yeah. out of Anakin. Yeah. You're right. Takes it out of Anakin's hands. And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, uh, the visuals of the fog of war, the literal fog of war that the, 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 that we saw with the clones was a great piece to to 
what was going on and and uh, what was my thought there of the well kind of the vader piece that, that sees those flashes of what he's to become and he says mm. he, there's there's a di- there's a bit of dialogue in there somewhere where he says about you have you lack conviction you know i think he said that before or he said that to someone else but at, that he he says that to ahsoka i think in this that you lack conviction that she's he says it to her after the um the war flashbacks and um he says it to her in the vader tone do you notice that his voice flickers back and forth between the tones of oh Anakin? yeah that's do you, do you guys remember do you guys remember there was talk before i think it was before um rise of skywalker where they were toying with the idea of anakin's force ghost coming back and it flickering in between vader and him do you guys remember hearing that during the sequel mm-hmm. That's why it didn't happen. That's silly. Yeah, that was that was the night. And I, watching this, I kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what they did here, but not. It wasn't a force ghost thing. But like the, when she gets there, he tell he asks her like, do you remember what happened? And she's like, no. He's like, oh. And then she's like, wait, yeah, it wasn't a fight. He's like, okay, so there's hope for you, you know. So if had she not remembered or had he not prompted her, she would have probably just died, you know. So he's giving her this whole thing is like a conflict between her giving up on, you know, I tried and failed. Or her like wanting to go back and have that, you know, conviction. She, like, I'm, I still want to live so I can yeah, fulfill this, you know. Young thing. Ahsoka sees him walking away, and we see that flash of it. That's what it was. Sees that flash of Vader. That, that that's why it's mm. all in her head. That she she knows him as Ahsoka yeah. and sees him charging off and leading clones. But but and he was great at it, and she followed him and and learned from him. But he turns into you know that that's also Vader leading that charge and leading Rex and the clones and everything. That it's. This is it's this conflict within her of 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 what did he become? Because she says to him, right, that that every that that's you're more than that. You're you're more powerful and 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 whatever than anybody thought could ever happen, or whatever. And he's like, is that what this is about? He's like, I'm and, more than that. Like you're part of a legacy, and she's like, I'm and, he, like, oh, and they start up fighting again. That was a great line of of dialogue there. And then when uh, they do the uh, battle for um. The Mandalorian, like he's like, I don't remember this battle. He's like, Well, we had already parted by this time, you know. So this is well, all stuff that comes up. Yeah, she said in her already in her mind. So this is like stuff that Anakin wasn't even around. So yeah, this is kind of like it's this weird space where it is another plane, but it's also in her mind, you know. It's it's her, yeah, basically. The thing, I've always felt like that the Force, you know, because there's never been like a real explanation. Well, I mean, like we always wondered, right? Like how does Anakin become a force ghost. It hasn't truly been answered yet. You know, the other yeah. ones kind of knew what to do and they sort of trained. They trained. Tra- yeah, that was a they, little bit of prepared. A... Anakin just basically, you know, as far as we've seen to this point, you know, we never, we haven't found out how he learned to do that or how. I think he can just he do whatever it. he wants. <laughs> yeah. But my, just... my thing is always that the force ghosts don't just appear but that the person they appear to pulls them out of the force. You know what I mean? So that he was surprised she was there. <laughs> he was, you know, who was, Anakin, he was like, his dialogue yeah. is, I'm surprised to see you so soon or something exactly. like that. But that's but when you're thinking it's a force ghost. She like. pulled, she pulls him out. You know what I mean? Like the person kind of unconsciously pulls them out through the, through the force. You know, they, they the sort force. of bring, yeah, they the bring force, the force ghosts manifest out. them when it needs to. When they're when they're when, when they're, they're yeah, that's why force ghosts. Of, that's why people are like when when. Uh, but they only appear to people that actually that they know that you can pull them out. That's why sometimes people are like, oh, you know, the force ghost should appear to this person or to that person. 
I'm like, well, they didn't know that person, you know, so how are yeah, they, no, I'm, you know? I'm a big fan of that or a proponent of that, that. Yeah, we can't have force ghosts being instruction booklets and go, oh, why can't this force ghost just go yeah. tell them all about X or teach them yeah, about Y? Yeah, it doesn't y. work that so, way. It's it like doesn't, the person, no, the person the, pulls the, them the out. You know, they, they, yeah, they bring them forward is the thing, you know, because there's a connection there. So that's kind of why here. And, and Ahsoka makes, has fallen from a crazy high cliff, you know, in the waters that she's... Uh, she's not at peace, but her body, you know, that she's in shock, she's in the cold water, she's, uh, whatever she can do that she survived underwater all this time or whatever, but, you know, that her, her, her mind is in a different, is her body, she's still alive, but she's in a very calm. Well, it's like uh, Yoda in that chamber when he was in the water. Whatever. Yeah, that, that is the, her mind, her subconscious is really going deep and has this force vision that manifests itself in what we see so that they can tell us the story in this filler episode of, of what's going on in her head and what she's wrestling with and, and how like she a, wrestles with it and how she chooses to wrestle with it at this point in time uh, to, to continue on. It's like Eleven in Stranger Things when she's in the water tub and she's, you know, doing all these uh, right. psychic yeah. things. That's like, and Yoda had his battle with, you know, his evil Yoda and Clone Wars and he was in that tank, you know, being... Suppress. Well, she's in the water, you know, basically. Yeah. I've posted a pic in the chat. I do the Star Wars card trader app, the tops, you know, digital cards, whatever. And a long time ago, this is when she, when she went, or I guess it's when it happened or whatever. But one of the card, there was a, a, a special series yeah. that Filoni did of Ahsoka cards that you could collect. I don't remember how it but one of them, there's a number of them with it, but one of them had a water motif, Ahsoka in this, you could tell it was a, she's in a yeah. water motif of sorts. And obviously it's been a thing that's been kicking around in Dave's mind of, of where she was and getting pulled out of Malachor or how any of that wants to work and, and, and all of that that goes into what we're now seeing as he gets a chance to do it in a live action way of, of getting to this point, to, to getting her somewhere and helping to dive into the character arc and the character development and further the character's story in this filler episode by having her dispatched in a way that puts her in water and puts her in something like that. So we can see this force vision as I'm calling it um, and, and, and what she gets from it. And as you say that she fights Anakin and gets to the point where she's able to take this red lightsaber away from him and throw the red lightsaber away that, that he's not def Anakin is not defined by wielding that red lightsaber to Ahsoka that she needs to get that's the baggage she needs to let go of that she, also, more than that. she just doesn't take it and throw it she takes it and holds it and you see the red reflection in her eyes yes. and she's not throwing it away for Anakin she's throwing it away for herself saying right. I'm yep. not taking the path that you are type of that, thing that you're more than that I did have a I I had a, a very visceral and literal when this episode starts and he says, you know, choose live or die or whatever. And they're making Ahsoka fight Anakin. And for the briefest of, of like, just like Luke and Ben, for the briefest of moment, it flashed like a, a past, like a fleeting shadow, because I knew they wouldn't do it. But I had a moment of, oh my God, they're going to have to make her kill Anakin. That is going to be incredible to watch and just know you, I literally said out loud, no thinking that's that's where this was going but like i say in 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 the in the briefest of mo just like luke and ben in that briefest of moment passing like a fleeting shadow i realized that's not what's going to happen there's no way they're i'm going to watch her you know dispatch even if it's not truly anakin i'm just not going to see that kind of thing or whatever but there was a moment where i was 
just taken by what was happening on screen because they were making Ahsoka fight Anakin and how hard to see that character development live and in front of me taking place in this filler episode was very emotional and very visceral to watch knowing all that I, you know, what you know about this character and how much has been put into her to see that and have that feeling was just a wow moment for art to make me feel like that. You know, I'm watching people act and, you know, just all that goes, but to have art bring forth such an emotion, wonderfully powerful. Love that kind of feeling. I I loved how his eyes changed, you know, like he's he's vacillating back and forth. Yeah. And at the end when he like looks up and he like smiles, like, and his eyes are back to normal and he's not evil anymore. That Anakin smile that it's a Hayden thing, but that, yeah, that smile was, yeah. It's just a, 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 a wonderful portrayal of Ahsoka, the character's take on who she, what she knows and what she thinks and who she knows Anakin is or what she knows of Anakin. I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't go with the original Clone Wars outfit for her for the first um, <laughs> battle when they did. Yeah. Know, she, was out, she was out of that quick in, in, in Clone Wars. <laughs> it was two seasons. She wasn't out of it quick. Yeah, she was out. It was two seasons. Yeah. Because I remember it wasn't well, that the battle th- is the battle of yeah. Ryla, right? That battle is, is yeah, because yeah, it was the um, that was Hera's dad in the background, probably. <laughs> the, the, I think that was the battle of Ryla. So she, yeah, she's well into it. I think she was per- portrayed a little younger than she would have been at that battle, but she's just her. Well, that was like the just, first couple episodes of Clone Wars. The battle the, of Ryla. Uh, yeah, that was like the first season. That was the first season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. With the Sundulas and that little girl with um with yeah. Numa. All right, well, I've watched a lot. So, of I don't know about that part, but with her and Anakin are there. Um, yeah, it was. It was yeah, that's not the, I don't think that's the battle. I think some positive that was the battle of Christosis or whatever, and I don't think it's that battle. I think it's the like I say because there's there's Twi'leks, there's Twi'leks in the background that I I took it as the battle of Ryloth, yeah. where Hera yeah. was from. It's supposed to be Ryloth. The, the walkers that are in there, obviously, obviously it's CG, but wow, is that CG good? Yeah. How did they do the walkers in the fog? <laughs> I mean, just wow, CG is that good? Because I bought it. I'm like, man, how are they doing that? that? That really feels like that's a legit mechanical walker in the fog. I know obviously the fog makes things easier, but I think it would also make it harder lighting and shadows and whatever else. But all of those battle scenes with the didn't guys, that war just look awful? Like. Just everything in there. Look, for a Star Wars battle, it's just it was, it's everything so was destroyed and on fire in the background. Like, wow! Like, and then you realize that, like, horrific. You you come to the horrific re- realization that they were using child soldiers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. I mean, no wonder she's traumatized. Well, and that's kind of covered in that um, Inquisitor book that me and Ryan read. Like, they're basically like talking about like what we're. Barely Jedi Knights, and we're now we're gonna go to war. Like I thought we were yeah. supposed to be peacekeepers, you know. Keepers of the peace, not soldiers. But nope, you're now soldiers. Welcome to welcome to life. Welcome to boot camp. Here you go. Here's the platoon. Welcome They're to boot camp. camp. Except it's not really because you're on the battlefield. Yeah. Hope you survive. Bye. Yeah, that's crazy. I I, I so kind of when she. Oh, good. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, well, like when she's there lamenting about like, oh, like it was my fault, and you know, I it that they all died. Like I, I felt like that was in something else, like in Clone Wars, where she made she's that kind of thing. Yeah, she's I definitely echoed that sentiment before to Anakin or or 
that that her choices got you know got the clones killed and and, and I mean and there was one episode where she that, had like a fighter squadron and they all died but yeah I was addressing the weight of that that's the challenge of being a leader and in, in, in war and all of that that goes into what leaders have to what weight they have to carry on their shoulders type of thing is is the is that the decisions were made there's a line is it this episode or the previous one i think it's this one right where anakin tells her that just because we're jedi doesn't mean we're not going to make mistakes yeah. you know yeah. that, that sure we're jedis and we're leaders but we're, we're you know it doesn't mean we're not going to make mistakes then she's like well when we make mistakes people die you <laughs> know yeah. i thought these scenes were great for people who I've never Damn watched much. like the the Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Because you hear, oh, this was Anakin's Padawan, how when or what? You know, and it's like, oh, it was a on the animated series. But these scenes kind of like they don't need to watch it if they don't want to, because now you actually saw it in live action. So like for us, it's cool to see animated stuff in live action. But for the people who haven't seen any of that, it was good to see it. You know, just at all kind of did, did you guys watch that the, 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 the go 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 and the and the, and the sound design was all clone, yeah. you know it was all so reminiscent yeah. so warm and fuzzy feeling you know it didn't try to be anything different thankfully i think too because it was feloni and feloni but yeah it didn't try to have its own interpretation or any of that sort of it was just live action clone wars that we watched forever. yeah it was yeah. A good scene and how weird is it that aiden christensen made himself sound like matt lanter <laughs> no it was well, awesome it's fun. Yeah, the way he was talking, he's like, you're joking. He's like, <laughs> and the yeah. walking, he does the, I mean, obviously he studied and all that, but he did the walking back, you know, walking away from her backwards, still talk. Hey, you know, I'm joking. Or, you know, what do you want me to be? Yeah, it was, it was, it was very well serious? directed, very well done. You know, the, the he's like, the do you want me to be fan- more serious? Is that what you want? <laughs> and, and, and what, what the visuals of, of what's being seen. There's even a scene in there. I remember seeing young Ahsoka fold her arms. And I never, yeah. it never bothered. It was never a thing. Or I never even noticed it in a million years in the animation thing or whatever. But you saw, it just seemed a lot of brooding and early on in the first episodes of all this that that to see the young Ahsoka, she did something or whatever and then goes and folds her arms. I'm like, well, yeah. right, she apparently did do that a lot. We just never cared or noticed it. Yeah, she it. did it in, in Clone Wars a lot. <laughs> to see everybody goes on and on. We did get a, what, naked Ahsoka? Because didn't she, they pull her out of the water. She's not naked, but she pulled her out of the water and, and, she, when do we see her head without her whatever? Well, when she's waking up. Headphones she has. Is that what I remember thinking uh, something that was weird. I didn't pick up on it at the moment that, oh, that thing is not on her head at that point. It just, I remember looking at it going, oh, that looks weird. That's a, that's a bad close-up. Like they, didn't fin- they didn't finish her makeup or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we don't need close-ups of her. That it just, it's, it's looking weird. But then uh, looking back on it, realize, oh, the, the headphones. Yeah, it changed every season. Yeah. Is, is, is awesome. yeah, her little head, headdress thing. It's her hairline. The thing. The, yeah, the thing the thing that masks the the uh, real world. It's like seeing LeBron James without his headband. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I don't know. It was, yeah. it was great. I, I loved everything about this. Episode. I watched, like I said, I've watched it three times now. <laughs> so. the, the 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 we do get right this sort of for whatever reason she's wearing the white. I guess she's trying to stay warm, you know, whatever. Or the, her clothes, I guess, are are in the dryer, right? As why, why she's wearing the ocean. Ocean. what? Death and birth and purification and all of that, you know, good stuff. Because you know, wading in the water, the baptism, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so the filler is 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 right. Is is those story motifs and those those common tropes of right? The baptism, the cleansing, the the mm-hmm. the white, um, the robes, the, the sh- shedding. Shedding the past, casting off the past of, of old things and, and going with this new Ahsoka the White type of thing. 
So this brings up the question, like now that she's officially Ahsoka the White, the scene that we see at the end of Rebels, that is that different from the first episode that we've seen in this Ahsoka series? Because remember, it's she doesn't have the staff. She's wearing gray. She says, hey, you ready? But then in Rebels, she's wearing white and has a staff. So it almost makes me wonder if we're going to see that scene again, but more accurate from Rebels now with Ahsoka the White. I so threw get a log of the fire at the camp because I was in that camp that it, they were different scenes and kind of sort of started you pulling, did, yeah. it started pulling up pen stakes in that camp because I was like, all right, they just repurposed it. But seeing this Ahsoka the White and because of the staff, to me, the biggest thing was everything else could be redone, but why the heck wouldn't she have her staff? Um, There's just no real world reason. But now seeing this Ahsoka the White, yep, I threw a couple logs back on the fire. It was still smoldering. It was still hot enough. And got some flame going because yeah, I'm I'm now back over in that camp. How cool was it like, seeing those burgles like light up in live action? <laughs> we haven't gotten to that, right? Yeah, yeah. The 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 going to talk to the pergirl and and who is it? The X-wing pilot. Harris yeah, says. Yeah. Harris says. Or no, he says. Oh, we're in trouble. They're here. Harris says. Well, don't let them interrupt the what's going on or whatever. And he's like, how? And she's like, go figure it out. And he's like, well. So he's up there stalling. Is like he's like I need to speak to General Hux. <laughs> he's like yeah yeah he's stalling. He's like well you know no it's it's classified. It's like no tell me what's going on. It's like well no I don't want to. He's just going he's back. Like, Who is he's this? Like, Fine I'm gonna tell you but you're not gonna believe me. You know that was a fun scene. It just was. Yeah. It was a fun scene to, for him to be up there going well, all right you're just not gonna. I'm going to give you what's going down and why I'm up here stalling like I am, but you're just not going to believe what you're about to see. And somewhere there was another line. Somebody says, one of the captains, somebody says, let's get out of their way. Let's get the fleet out of their path or out of their way. And yeah, he told I, them to get, you, know, you might want to get out of their way. <laughs> well, he says that, and but I think the captain of the ship does realize what's going on. And she says, all right, move the, move the ships let's out of the way. maneuvers, yeah. And I don't, I don't really think they moved their ships out of the way no. because we see the whales <laughs> flying through. I'm like, I thought she said gave an order to get them out of the way. What's yeah, she's going like, on? Take evasive maneuvers and they kind of just sit there. Yeah, how, they, they do sit there. They're like, how, how are we going to take evasive yeah. maneuvers with these whales? They were already <laughs> upon them, I guess. So now the whale, you know, what where they were a uh, in story and in myth. And I heard my grandfather tell the story of these there are now that many more people that have witnessed with their own eyes the Pergil and with their own eyes the Pergil's ability, this 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 creature, this yeah. live creature's ability to jump into hyperspace. You well, know, whereas then, before it was always, it was just in story, there's now a whole bunch of people. Even Huang, well, no, he kind of yeah. didn't know about it, right? Cause he Huang, knew about it, but he'd never so, seen them. Yeah. Oh, he's never seen them. So he knew the stories, but now he's got visual record of they exist what, yeah, what when he was shut down he was like he woke back up he's like oh well, there used to be you know stories of you know this and they're like yeah we know we were there yeah what a what a just wonderful visual odd oh, and we do need to see uh, a live creature a flesh and blood creature if you will um able mm -hmm. to jump you know move and jump to hyperspace there was a neat scene I guess it's the big one that they're trying to see or the one that she, I don't know why she picks the one out, but it reminded me of, I'm going to date myself here, but um, Flash Gordon in, in the uh, Flash Gordon movie with the, with the queen soundtrack or whatever, there's a terrible sci-fi effect of the ship emerging from the clouds. It's just an awful sci-fi effect for, for the, the, for the year that movie. It's been so made. long since I watched that. Um, 
where it's got like a spear and it's coming out of the cloud base really, really slowly. And there was a scene in, in here, I think it's with the big whale that she goes to talk to that kind of emerges like that. I just, it, it, it evoked that, that's, that for me really, really quick of, of emerging very, very slowly from the cloud, um, poking its nose out, going to talk we, to We do see a change in the Soka in, at the end because she's like, Huang's like, well, this is going to work, right? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, well, let's just go. You know? Let's just go into the mouth of the Leviathan. It'll all be fine. But how how we and talk about like storytelling tropes. She's literally going into the belly of the whale, right? What is yeah. that, Jonas? Jonas you know, the whale, yeah. just, just, just a, a classic storytelling thing visualized, portrayed, and a part of, you know, Star Wars is just taking all of those things and spun them on their head or re retold them to us over the time that yay that they literally found a way to incorporate you know into the belly of the whale and and and, and coming out on the you know we're going to see that next episode but coming out on the other side i was um taken aback curious i don't know what it was but that the whale had baleen they 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 have the true whales have that kind of teeth that there's those hair comb bristling brush type of thing that filter the krill out or whatever and the space whales have it too and it's just like what what are the space whales eating that they have baleen or have whatever that's called i thought they fed on well, the, they light the, up like the hyperspace gas or something they eat gas don't they yeah, yeah. i thought they yeah i thought they that was maybe, one of the after episodes right he realized they were maybe that baleen is there to filter out birds filter what they need filter what they need to get to yeah. the good gas so it'd still be that they have to filter all those sorts of stuff because all they want is the gas yeah. whatever Let's see, and then it's like, okay, so they'd still use the same thing. They're just filtering out. Yeah. You don't want to pick up a satellite or a ship or anything. What yeah. is it called again? I, what they were looking for in, um, what they were looking for in Solo. God, what was it called? Coaxium. Maybe it's it's the coaxium or something that they they feed on. Oh, well, well, you got mine. You're mining for coaxium. Right. They they were in that one planet where they were in the in the in the whatever and swimming through it and and getting the gas and the bad guys were like shoot those things we need you know they wanted to get they're they're eating into our profits they like to ban gas like uh, uh, yeah I want to say that but that's because that's the only kind of gas I know in yeah. the Star Wars unit I don't think it was <laughs> Cabana, Cabana coaxium or cabana gas one or the other yeah no I don't think it's I don't think it's either of those in that episode that they it was another type of gas that they were mining for that they needed to turn into fu into fuel for the Empire. Yeah, it was like, like Tabantha. Yeah, it was like Tabantha. Yeah, so but it, yeah. it was it was the same sort of concept and why things like that exist. But anyway, it was a neat way of getting Ezra to communicate with the whales and 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 how the whales, why the whales existed and what they did, why they were migrating from hyper or from galaxy to galaxy. Yeah, yeah. This filler episode has all kinds of great story at going. That's not story. <laughs> Those are visuals. Those are all visuals uh, that you. All visuals. The story, story is all it is. I'll, I can, I'll, I'm going to rethink that and watch it again. Yeah, to see where the story was at the beginning and to see where it is at the end of the of this 52. I looked it up of this 52 minute episode, the 52 minute filler episode to see if it got nowhere, if it's not advanced at all. Ahsoka White. I mean, I'll take this over 50 minutes of people walking around the woods looking at a map. Yeah, I don't think you. <laughs> I don't I'm think you up. watched. Did he? Did you watch Rebel? Is it Rebels or Clone? It's Clone Wars. Which one has the one everybody goes to, which was the 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 um tainted Kool Aid or the tainted tea at the school or whatever that that oh, was that a, was a Clone Wars. Clone Wars. That was that's a filler. Go watch that. That's a legit filler episode where it just it, it, they were resting. Yeah, that kind of show that kind of showed the corruption in the uh, Republic though. 
Yeah. Sure, there's always something to it. Filler, something fans put into it. But it, to 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 call it a filler episode, I'm, you know, I've been tongue in cheek this whole time with you, Ryan. But yeah, to call it, I'm going to be serious now. To call it a filler episode would mean you could take this one out of it, out of the eight and it eight has no, season, yeah. and it has no effect. And that's that's why it's not a filler episode because it does have a major effect. To to you know, if you go from if you go from chapter four, episode whatever they are, from four to six. You'd be like, what the hell happened in five? Oh, that was a filler. You don't need to see. No, I think I think you, you do. Soaking the white at the end. I mean, she there's definitely started somewhere and ended somewhere. You can easily do that. She's just wearing a different shirt. They're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's not you, a different character. She's not legit. Seriously, right? She's not a different character at the end. Well, of the we don't know that yet. We don't. We've only seen a little bit of her, haven't we? So. You could, we don't know how much she's changed as a result of this. That's so made clear at the end of the episode that it's that her character, her character, she's more jovial and more. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen her get. We haven't seen her get. She has a fold of bronze, so she is a different character. You know, I I still need to watch it because I sh- I'm staying this and I don't know if it's true. I, I don't think she does. I don't think. It, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would probably fold her arm because it's a so good. Yeah, she's smirking and smiling and. She, I'm sure she folded her arms, but I'm gonna Who Yang does that really slow head turn when she's like, I don't know where we're going, and he's like, Okay. <laughs> she's gonna find yeah. that staff in yeah. the in the other universe, isn't she? That is she's gonna take it from Thrawn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Finds it in the we've other got to speculate about what's happening next. Next next episode, we actually I get got meat, no idea. It's the meat of things. We actually are going to be where we've been waiting to get to for the last uh, four episodes, we're in a where we knew around. where we knew is always gonna end up. So we'll go around the room. Do you think we see? Do you think we see Thrawn in the next episode? I don't think we see Thrawn until the last episode. Honestly, like yeah, I don't think I, I don't think it's six. I think we see him in seven and eight. I, don't I think, think this is all setting up a movie with Thrawn. So, oh, he's definitely in this. He's, not that the trailer means he, we're going to see him, but he's definitely in this. We see him, and we have to. They've been the characters have been talking about him all this time. There has yeah. to be something But I think he's in as seven and seven and eight. I don't think. I think next episode will be them. Trying to figure out where they are and how to find him now that they're that they made it both of them now that they made it there. Does this season the end? He might be at the end. Does it end with Ahsoka not getting there because she doesn't know where the whales are going? Yeah, she gets there. No, though I mean, and that's the thing. You get to this other galaxy, and how do you pick a planet? You know, they just like okay, this planet. We'll start looking here. Well, it's like but, anything in Star Wars. You land anywhere on the planet, and that's where the city is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, but no, well, Brian brings thing... up the point. Yay, the, the the whales got them to the other galaxy. But then, okay, what do they know? What do they have map wise, or what are they? Yeah, where the heck are they one, going? She one goes, thing I, I saw on this episode, and I was like hoping Steven would be fist pumping in the air. Hera is the best parker in the galaxy. She parked right there. She didn't walk across like miles to get to the yeah, spot. That she wanted is true. To no, yes. <laughs> she you literally parked right this. next to the stone thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, no, we, we had it in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah, yeah she the start of the episode. Right. Parked she parked in, in the forest, but no, this one she parked in the right yeah, yeah, she parked right there. <laughs> doesn't care how old the structure is, she's parking on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too sad. <laughs> Bla- the, the jet blast, the jet wash, and, and the repulsor lift wash, and everything else. It doesn't matter. This is some... some I'm trying to think. We had this... So we, we had we had it at start of Rogue One, but that was what started it all off. But there was some there was another example of this, wasn't there? And someone else recently in Star Wars where they parked. Mandalorian, they always did that too. They parked. Yeah, Mandalorian parked miles away, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, Rogue One is where 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 we started with that. Yeah. 
comes I in with the so. ship and there's the house and everything, but he parks a mile and a half away, giving him plenty of time to set up and, do, <laughs> yeah. so, and walks across this huge field. It's like, what are we doing? Go park, <laughs> go, go park that thing on, on, he didn't want to get a scratch, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that was an odd, needed to happen for the story and get that visual and get, get shoot, I'm going to say hair. No, what's her name? What's the wife's name that shoots him? That was probably one of the worst bits of uh, um, foreshadowing in the in the whole episode in the whole film, yeah. wasn't it? Maybe. It's like, oh, you stay away, and then the next minute she's there, oh, I'm gonna start shooting, I'm gonna kill you. I thought this is not gonna end well. Um, we should do a rogue one. Um, revisited uh, episodes oh, yeah. well at some point, um, but yeah, I, I do always wonder because every time I'm watching any other, any other, if you're watching something fiction or non-fiction, they're flying around. They always say, "Oh, where should we, where should we set her down then?" And I don't know what pilot says, "Yeah, over there." What you know, like, Mark, right the way over there. Yeah, you got to set, we've got to set her down there. We can't park anywhere else. It's, it's not safe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what point it suggests parking a mile away. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, so I'm thinking maybe, the next, the next yeah. episode is more of a explore the planet, looking for Ezra and them. And also, remember, we still got to have a bunch of information on whatever is going to happen with Hera. So that's going to be explored mm-hmm. just to try to drag the Thrawn. So it's Thrawn may yeah, have like right. one appearance at the very end of six. I think that's the earliest we see him. Earliest. I, Other than that, it's you got to yeah. find him. You got to talk to him, got to get Ezra, and then you got to bring him back or something in the final episode. I but, had that same thought, Ryan. The right, if he does show, he he might show in six, right at that that end teaser, kind of like stinger, like a, like Hayden showed up as Anakin for in episode four or whatever. That right, he might he might be in six, but it's just going to be the all right, they found him, and then we're going to see what happens. He'll be in there in earnest seven and eight. So who do we so who like, do we see first, Ezra or Thrawn? Thrawn. Thrawn. Oh, I see Ezra at all. Thrawn. It's got to be Thrawn, isn't it? It's just going Are to be Ezra No, I mean, it, especially if we're going to get that scene, like you said, like if she comes back and said, let's go get Ezra, like that means they can't get Ezra. Oh, so. right. She She's more focused and she comes back chasing Thrawn, knowing where Ezra is or whatever, and has to go back to the Lothal because that's where everybody is and goes to, says, let's go. Although in that scene in Rebels, I don't think there's any dialogue. Um, because when no, you compare, it, was, it was the voice was there? Yeah, when you compare no, the it was, two, it was, a, mm. it was the voiceover. There's, there's no. Yeah, dialogue. Sabine was and, talking. And I think, yeah, and the thing is that the voiceover, uh, it's said in a way where you kind of figure things out, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's when it takes place. Right. So it could, mm. so we just assumed that 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 what we already saw that that's that scene and they changed it, but. It doesn't necessarily mean that. And if you guys are saying that Ezra doesn't even get found in this season, then yeah, then there's definitely a chance that that scene I don't think... plays plays again. Uh, at the end, right that. at the end of Ahsoka, that a Thrawn's back. Let's go. I know where he is now. I know now yeah. how to find him. Let's go find him. But yeah, there's yeah. no dialogue in the in the animated scene and the and the comparing to the live action scene. She says, "I'm ready." That's you know that's yeah. not there. But yeah, I, I like the idea of playing again. They say, let's go do we find think, out. Do we think Ezra's going to be a prisoner of Thrawn? Or just going to be... They're going to be in two different places? One got did they take... Find Ezra. Did the whales just take the one ship Thrawn and Ezra on? Or did they take? They took his whole fleet, right? 
I don't remember now. No, no, it, was one, it was just the one just ship. Just the one ship. So right. Ezra is one he's, got ship. No, he's got no ally. They're far away. He's got no allies. Mm. And he's got no he would have he was surrounded by troopers at that point, and that's why he needed the the, the you know, so right. Why why would we think Ezra wouldn't be anything but a prisoner of some sort? Ezra took out the other troopers that were on there and then the whales were kind of choking thrown and well, yeah, more, 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 more troopers came. He got, they got overwhelmed, basically. Well, I just feel troopers like... that were on the, on the bridge, on right? The Camara, yeah. The rest, the, the rest of the ship had, you know, personnel. I would imagine. Yeah. So I just yeah. feel like for ten years, there he's still, he's not going to be concerned with him being prisoner. Like, Thrawn is smarter than that, you know, where they can explore the planet together. And to give someone for Thrawn to talk to, talk because to. because all he wants to do is do is tell how smart he is. Learn, that's yeah. From his character. But like, yeah, I just have lunch, you don't think he's going to be playing it to like volleyball. Yeah. Like, this is art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think to me, especially after finishing, because I finished that Thrawn series, and I just don't see Thrawn as like a big baddie. Like I just don't see him ready to return to the galaxy to crush everybody. Like, I don't see it. He's going to be trying to get along with Ezra, even if it's like, they're like, okay, we're still kind of well, enemies. You know, Ryan, you said in that book that, um, that chamber that Ezra ends up walking, kind of almost walking into was a trap, right? That, uh, that he had aboard that ship. Yeah. But that was in the final episode of, uh, rebels. That's what, uh, cause it I was did. On the sh- yeah. And it was on the ship. So. Well, then it was destroyed also. Well, the ship wasn't though. Yeah, but the the temple was that was moved brick by brick, as Palpatine said, uh, was totally completely destroyed. Hmm. I don't remember. Just remember he was flashing between young and old, wrinkly Palpatine. Yeah. Like that whole thing was destroyed. But Thrawn's gonna need help exploring this area, and it just makes sense that after nine or ten years, they're going to just. I mean, Thrawn got along with Vader. I mean. He's willing to work together to accomplish goals. Well, Ezra got along with Maul too, so <laughs> yeah, wants to learn, or you know, would be willing to learn from. You, st- you talk about the the um, temple being destroyed. Like when I build with my nephew out of building blocks a temple, and then we destroy it, we can build it back up the exact same way. But it wasn't what, the temple though. It was, was it he just told him what? that it was that box yeah. that. Is in the book. It was a prison box, basically, but, that looked like the no, temple. He, he wanted, wanted him to pass was, through the he force wanted field. Him to do something to go through it to get him back into the world between worlds. He wanted him to talk to reach his parents through or whatever to go. So I think he wanted that him was to a trick though. It was like, from what Ryan said in that book. It was basically going to be a Jedi prison for him for Ezra. He wanted to capture him and put him in there. So once he, he walked through that door, he would have just been trapped. It was just going to be a lot. It was going to be a um, yeah a Mission Impossible clear acrylic box case so that you're trapped. Yeah. In type. Because he book. sees his parents okay. in some I other thought. reality that didn't happen. Because his parents are like, oh, hey, that's right, you know, whatever. But even in the book, Palpatine says, I want Ezra to join me, pretty much in that basic sense. So it's like he's trying to use it against him to get him to do like, follow your family, join me, I'll give you more power. Same thing that he did with Anakin. He's trying yeah. again with Ezra, but Ezra didn't fall for it this time because he knew that it was a trick. And he's just like, no, that's not going to work. Like, you know, Ezra was just stopping Thrawn in this galaxy. He was just, he was, Thrawn was a, a threat in this galaxy. So he just needed to stop him in that moment. They took off. They've obviously been stranded in the other galaxy. They, they, neither one of them has figured out a way to get back. 
So wouldn't they both be outcasts in the other galaxy? Right. They might they have to, both, I, yeah, like, I, I think to stay no, alive no one, in the other galaxy. Yeah, no I, yeah, I don't think either one had like any ties to that galaxy. So right, I think right, they're well, just out there and they've just probably become, you know, like, well, your your fight is over. My fight is over. We're out here enemy, stranded I, together. Enemy, so We're stranded together. Let's figure this out. Although, you know, yeah. it's not like Thrawn needs Ezra. He's got a whole capital ship. A whole, a whole bunch of people. And, let's join forces and conquer this galaxy together. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? So. Be that. Yeah, remains, yeah <laughs> fun part of remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah that's just what I mean. I know I've said lots of times that Thrawn really doesn't interest me. I think his character is very shallow, you know, but it's like he just doesn't seem like a big bad. The book explores his feelings better, and the books were. Not very interesting because it's just a guy monologuing to stupid people for hundreds of pages. But who it's like then who what to compare, to compare him to take Vader off the board. What other big bad would you compare want to compare him to to say he's not like X? He's not like the spider guy that, that yeah, like uh, I, became a cyborg. I've heard, I've, I've heard who, the, who the is, same thing. I haven't read the books like Ryan has, but I've heard the same thing that, that he's saying that, you know, Thrawn's kind of portrayed differently in the books. And I feel like at, from what we're seeing at the moment, it's almost like there's a contradiction uh, as far as Thrawn's concerned. There's a contradiction between like Legends Thrawn and then Canon Thrawn. And either Canon book. It seems well, like yeah, he has he hasn't done anything on screen yet or whatever. The only thing we know of Thrawn is our main characters fear the heck out of him. Well, I mean, a I'm reading Heir to the doesn't... Empire right now, and he hasn't really done anything in that book. I'm like halfway through Era it. doesn't want him back. Era's, you know, seen the war, seen all that he can do. So the, 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 that's the big bad that he, those main characters are telling us he's the big We haven't seen it. Yeah. In the original, the original the Heir to the Empire books, he was just basically like the bad Imperial at yeah. that time you know what i mean he was he was <laughs> no pun intended he was you know the heir to the empire but there was no nothing about him at, at at that time about you know him just doing it all for the chiss you know or any any of that stuff like it was he was just committed to the empire as far as i remember he's the that, true believer in the empire so he wanted to continue the empire at that point that's why hence the heir to the empire thing but, to uh, say he's not the big bad is he is he's he's as big a bad as anybody else. If you take Vader off the table, if you will, that he's yeah. a grand admiral. He re commands respect, has done his share of you know um, good things and strategy, uh, strategy, and you know all of the stuff that makes him a grand admiral and, and good at war. If what's her name doesn't kill Kanan by blowing up the fuel reserves, his 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 program still thrives on the planet and could have been something. But she screws him basically by you know by by trying to kill the Jedi. She blows up the fuel reserves and that has that halts and that messes him up. And he couldn't possibly have predicted the Pergil. So to say he's um, ineffective and inept as as the big bad and what has he really done? He's done a lot. He yeah, just he was not he was Vader. He's not going to be. He's not a Force guy. So he's like. What? The, why is is he a bigger bad than Grand Moff Tarkin? Well, he's a he's is, a filler Moff villain. Tarkin? Is Tarkin, <laughs> here's is the, Tarkin here's a, more of a baddie than than Thrawn? Yeah, why? I think so. Because he because he just, he ordered the destruction of the planet. Well, 
no, Tarkin is just as like you know waffling. He took over the Death Star. He was political guy. He moved up. He did some stuff. Like Tarkin isn't you know Tarkin's just Tarkin. He's he wants power. Thrawn isn't like that. Thrawn is a deeper character. Like Palpatine is a villain. Markeon Rowe is a villain. Thrawn in the books by his creator, Timothy Zahn, is not written like Dave Filoni writes them. So much like how you refer to, oh, I wonder how people see, you know, Thrawn without watching Rebels and Clone Wars. Well, it's the same thing with seeing Thrawn without reading the canon books or even the Legends books. Like, Thrawn in it to rule the galaxy he's only there to study the empire make it strong to help the chiss empire battle the grisk that is a huge threat to the chiss chiss empire that was that's on screen i don't know any of that i'm i'm i don't know any of this i know he's chiss just because i know it but i don't even think we know that from on screen but i don't think they've even said chiss on rebels is is the screen at all so we don't know any of that we just know he's grand admiral Thrawn, a high up dude kind of like you know why do we fear grand moff tarking we feel grand moff tarking or i feel grand admiral Thrawn, like i feel grand moff tarking just because he's high up in the empire and has and he's gonna bring it back yeah. power and is yeah if he wants to try to bring it back that could be bad he's got a lot of influence everybody bad guys are hunting him good guys are hunting him. he's a bad dude and i don't want him in the universe because i want my good guys to you know live peacefully and happily ever after see i just don't see thrawn wanting to return and be the seat of power in the galaxy he is deeper than that he's not just i want to be strong uh he's not hux he is deeper than that. Like there's more to him than just being powerful. And I just don't see Thrawn as any type of wanting to be a galaxy threat. Well, Huck's wanting power makes him a scarier, bad, uh, scarier, big, bad than Thrawn not wanting, you know, seemingly not wanting the power. Uh, Huck's didn't, didn't threaten me at all or didn't feel threatening necessarily, you know, because of his whininess and whatever. But, uh, well, that's why we get to get to episode six, <laughs> seven, and eight of Ahsoka, that we get to discuss them during our next sentence. Yes. <laughs> now Stephen's getting a phone call now. <laughs> oh, like am I here? Uh, yeah, excellent. Yes. Yes, we, we do have to uh, wrap it up, as, uh, and uh, we've all got lives to get back to, so to speak. Um, but thank you, everybody. But I did ask a question at the start, which I just about remembering, which was, uh, if anybody can remember, how many um, X-Wings joined Hera, Hera um, as they went to uh, investigate Elspeth uh, and the Four. Eye of Sion? <clears throat> I, had my, I had my guess at six, and we lost. But uh, it's either six or five because we lost two of them when they went for the yeah. hyperspace ring. They crashed yep. into each other because there's only three looking for Ahsoka. So that's either five, but then five didn't seem like a squadron. So my initial guess was six, but I'm thinking it's 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 five. We did lose two apparently. Yeah, I, yeah we lost by two. What says, six. This 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 page might actually be completely wrong, but it does say two were destroyed, which I remember, but I don't yeah, remember. Saw that. They crashed into each other. I didn't quite yeah, understand exactly. why they did shoot the eye. Why they were like, we got to stop that hyperspace ring. Oh, it's about ready to take off. Shoot it. Why, okay. why did it 
shoot it. Well, anyway. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the answer. Oh, does anybody want to give me, everybody give me a number then. Uh, Ron? Six. six. Uh, Murray? Six. Uh, Tony? Tony's gone. Ricky? 99. You're 99. muted. Oh, you just blame on me now. Ryan? Uh, four or five. Four, four, I, said three. Two I said three. I said three. I was <laughs> muted. Sorry. Oh, that's right. It's, it's like one, two, three. Well, I this web page. It was uh, five. Yeah. Um, but we we'll have to watch it again and uh, and work out whether that's actually true or not. But uh, yeah, that is the that is the end of the uh, episode. Our emergency set talking about Ahsoka. And uh, so we're going to say goodbye to, from everybody this time around. So it's goodbye from Ron. Hey, absolutely fantastic Senate. Cheers, everyone. Stay safe out there. Goodbye from Marie. Had a great time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye from Tony. Great chat, everyone, as usual. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend and uh, see you next time. Goodbye from Ricky. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from Ryan the Finner Fields. I have to go <laughs> fill it up my stomach. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> And we shall see you again next time round. May the force be with you. All right, bye. 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 Oh, switch off. I am the Senate. Be sure to follow us online. We're at Facebook at PSW Senate. Join our Plus 20 Star Wars Facebook group. We all are in there interacting. You can find us on Twitter at PSW Senate. On Instagram, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. And on TikTok, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. The Force will be with you. Always. Uh, technically, I've been reading the book as well. I bet Ryan has as well. So, uh, technically, we have been doing other Ahsoka stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I...
Not for the special Senate with all the Ahsoka that we have to go over. Holy three episodes. Yeah, that's like thirty minutes. It'll be a short, short episode today. Very <laughs> 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 much knows that. I'll just go ahead and mute my microphone now if you want it to be short. There's yeah, no I'm, such thing. I've got, I've before got Ricky, I've got my cards. Before Ricky gets on, when you said it's going to be an exciting setting, I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to be exciting because I haven't talked about it at all yet because I've been saving it for this and I know it's going to drive Ricky crazy. So whatever, I'm just waiting for this thing to start. Oh, you have a talk, talk of friends, people, or you just not chatted or anything online type of talk about it? Yeah, not even in the group. I like I only yeah. mentioned a couple things, but other than that, I've been trying to just hold back on it. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because I knew okay. we were doing it, so I'm like, well, I don't want to get rid of all our big conversations. And it's like, oh, yeah, we already talked about that. So it's like, well, we'll save all the reactions for the show. Yeah. Well, I, see what you're going to ruffle his feathers about. I've written essentially hundreds of words on the um, the way that Anakin plays, that not Anakin, Hayden Christensen plays Anakin. And um, that means I might have a little bit to say about that, but... <laughs> I can't remember exactly what I've said, but um, it, it'll come up. Yeah. But I've been holding back in the group. I mean, other than my uh, my uh, treatise on Andor the other day. Well, I always got to talk about Andor because Ricky's always talking about Andor. Uh, you just well, can't wait for him to when he pops on. Him. Is anybody going to bring up Batman? That's what I want to know. That's going to go. It's going to happen. At some point, I can see it now. We should put a little bingo card here. <laughs> this until he does Andor. Oh, I suddenly shout out bingo during the episode. So we we have <laughs> we have three episodes to discuss. Episodes three, four, and five. Yes. Okay. Four and six. Oh, and my homework uh, at all. Uh, uh, yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven, three, four, eight. Four, oh, yeah. there's only. I thought there was nine. There's only eight. I bet. There's only. Why did I think there were ten? Hope. Yeah, oh, I had. I, I thought I had eight because when we got to four, I'm like, holy, we're halfway through. Yeah, we yeah. are. By the time we come back next time, we, it will all be over. Oh, that's disappointing. Which mm-hmm. is a little bit why we were having a special Senate session, right? So that we yeah. dissect yes. the, the goodness that is. Are we going to push back the next one then? Because... You said you were unavailable on the, on the first, didn't you? Well, I'd prefer to be unavailable just to watch the weird, funny... Tw- <laughs> the one, the tw- one where they caught football, but they're not actually playing with a football, that one. Well, it's a simulcast type of thing. <laughs> it uses CGI toy characters with, like, buzz and stuff like that commenting on it. I was oh. like, this is silly. Oh, oh wait, what are they, they're doing that again for some game? Yeah, there's some game in London October 1st. I don't really watch football, but two people oh, are playing. Okay. But I seen a Disney ad that was like, oh, simulcasting live on Disney and Hulu, Disney Plus they and Hulu. They did it for hockey. I was going to say, did they, they did this already. But yeah, they did it for hockey. It was for I kids don't... entertaining. It was, it was for what it was, it was good. Yeah, I was like, well, if they're going to have a football game. And I don't know exactly what to expect, but I, I'm kind of expecting for it to be a live football game. But with I don't know somehow AI turned to CG, so they're all like 
characters in Andy's room. I don't know if that's what yeah. it is. Maybe they like somehow after- avatar the players. Somehow they got a, a, a beacon on their helmet or something so they know where they're at and they, they do the same motions and all that sort of stuff. And and like I say, for hockey, which is very fluid and very it was it was it was that and it was impressive um, how well football is going to be a little different. I think it'd be interesting to see how it's handled. But like I say, for the ki- for what it was for the kids for the hockey thing, it was entertaining when they went to a fight or something. They the the silly announcers, you know, went off and talked about something else in some fashion. It was okay. it, I, I will, oh, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll spy in. On, I won't watch the whole thing, but I'll spy in on it if they're doing that again, just to see. Just to be like, if we're gonna have a call, yeah, I'll be there and I'll watch it later, type of thing. Um, if, if I mean, it'll push it back to the, I guess the eighth if we wait for all episodes of Ahsoka. Yeah, that'd be just straight after the last one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. You do the first and get all hyped about the the last one, but then we don't talk about it for a month. Or right, do it on the eighth after it's wrapped and and. I think it'd I be just... the. Wait, no, yeah, we got this week. One, two, three, and then the eighth. Okay, yeah. That would be the fi- the final is October fourth. For those that watch on Wednesday. 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 Mm-hmm. We're talking about Tuesday, no, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Now, I thought it came out on Thursday. I hate the middle of the week releases. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna spend my Friday night watching Star Wars, but you know, that's been my entire life. So. I will say, yeah, getting hyped about Tuesday night, you know, is a little weird, but. <laughs> is what it is, and it's nine o'clock for me. So it's it's, it's it is, man. I cra- I uh, settle into my easy chair, crack my favorite uh, New York style pizza, and just settle in and watch me some Star Wars. So, yeah, Ooh, I'm, a happy pizza. I'm in bed. It's nine o'clock. It's time in bed. Um, for me, it's six o'clock, and it's literally when I get home from work. So I always have to wait an hour. Yeah, I can see that being a weird. <laughs> yeah, Did and I get off at five. I get off at five thirty. It's a short-ish commute. So, like, at 6 o'clock, I'm getting here, um, running in to feed the cat, and then going to feed myself. All right, so, we got it. I like that. Feed the cat first. You've got to get them the right way around. Oh, God forbid that I feed myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably kill it. Oh, yeah. I, 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 with me. I'm, I'm sorry. My, our fur babies, I purposefully make sure. Even So we got, what do we have? Jeez. Three cats and a dog. Yeah, they, they definitely know that I am the one with the opposable thumb and the bigger brain. They they will they will wait until I am damn good and ready and, and get their food. And, but mommy mommy comes down and gets you know pays them attention right away kind of thing. And we got one cat that loves to jump on top of the lid of the box for the cat food, and I just stare at him and go, all right, well this isn't happening until you get that down off of there. So get down off of there, and he just looks at me. And we just sit there and wait and wait it out and wait it out until he finally jumps down, trying to see if he ever wants to learn that you know jumping up here just delays your time to food. Let's go, don't do that. Well, I've never yeah, seen any, never seen any photos of your cats, Ron. You're gonna have to send some photos in there. You haven't called them like Nuke, Leia, and yeah, yeah, because yeah, I got I got an all white one that's Wampa. Well, but that's yeah. not a real, but that's what I call her. And then we have Earl Fonte. He was named for E Font Man. Um, and then uh, the other one's Bash. My original Did you get your cat into a tournament once. Yeah, 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 boo boo. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he's all fighting for your cat. He was in the pram, he was in um, <clears throat> Grogu's pram. I bought a pram online, uh, you know, a cat box pram online. My wife was like, The cats are never going to get in that. And I'm like, Yes, they are. So I don't sh- sh- like she'll ever listen, but don't tell her. So I laced it with uh, catnip. 
<laughs> sprinkled some catnip under the pillow section or whatever when they were you know kind of thing whatever and eventually they found it and hung out and wanted to say yeah i caught a picture of it i was like it. choose choose the pram or die sent, <laughs> sent, it, sent it to her and said look the cats like the pram well yeah it's kind of it's soft-sided and it collapses it doesn't it needs a little bit of rigid rigidity it doesn't really hold up too well the top part of it but yeah i've caught all the cats in it they just don't hang out in it like i wish they would brian went to the unknown regions I think. Oh no, he had another call. He did this. He did this earlier. He's gone to another call. Oh, look at that little guy. Oh, Mancoon action going on. Uh, and there's my boy. Mm. Oh, he, he, uh, he's magnificent. Magnificent. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he had another Blow's call. Ryan's phone's blowing up. It is like all the kids are calling me, and I was like, "You guys never call me. You're gonna call me right now." <laughs> are you gonna put it on Do Not Disturb? Well, it's still called through. Uh, well, not unless you turn that. So you don't not gonna take the calls. I think you turn. I let all calls through in case I get called out for work. So, but <laughs> you, you told them that you love us more than them, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I took the call, didn't I? Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, got, got, he took the call, but you got to make it quick because uh, yeah. I'm gonna call. What do you want? Okay, I'll see you in about two hours. Hi, love you, bye. And I was like, you don't yeah. love us anymore. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yes. All right. So I've got the uh, I got the wiki up for Soko, and I said there's nothing incorrect in it. So before I, before I, let's get me try and get these pronunciations right. So, uh, so who Yang? Yeah, I'm not that stupid. So it's it, it's Hu Yang, isn't it? Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Yeah. Okay. Hu Yang, right? Uh, Maroc, we know that. Elsbeth, Elsbeth. Yes. Elsbeth. Uh, and what's the uh, the really cute um, dark. Uh, Jedi called Hattie. Hattie? 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 She's the Hattie. Hattie. As, as, as it looks. Hattie, but not Vanai. Hattie. Hattie. Pronounced Hat. Huh? Hattie. 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 She's, I'll tell you what. She's Hattie. Down boy. Not yeah. that. Oh, she... She's got, she's got a face like she's constipated, but it is so. It is so <laughs> alluring, I have to say. He has uh, resting dark, dark Jedi face. So, she has RBF, Ricky? Resting, resting dark Jedi face, RBF? I guess. <laughs> it's too early for acronyms, John. I think, <laughs> I think that's the only words that I'm going to uh, uh, read them through. Um, I was rewatching. Like it must be hard to just make that face like the whole episode. Her, <laughs> <laughs> her eyes must like be in pain. <laughs> Ricky, I don't know if you were here when he asked what what we've been doing Star Wars, and we're all just answering. We watch Soka and get on get on with it. I was gonna say I was watching the Batman. <laughs> Bingo. Warren's gonna say Andor. Bingo. Watch <laughs> something good, Ricky. Andor. <laughs> It was uh -huh. Batman Day yesterday. I didn't watch anything Batman. 
I haven't seen a Batman since. Well, actually, I can't remember which last Batman I saw. Well, I haven't I seen since the opening... Nolan movies. So. Opening yeah. script. <laughs> okay, okay. Everybody's ready. Yeah, let's crack on. And do I sound okay? I feel like I'm really loud. No, you sound right to me. I can actually hear you this time, so it's good okay. for me. You sound really loud in my headphones. Yeah, you do. Your level is louder than normal, but you're okay. You're not overmodulated or anything like good. that. But it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I can does. hear my snare in my headphones. It's, yeah, it's good for me because you usually are quite quiet, so uh, I can actually hear what you're saying. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's not blowing anything out. I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad. Ninety-seven X. The future. <laughs> rock and roll. The future. Rock and roll. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right on. Uh, three, two, one. Let's go for it.